six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is the Rick and Bubba Show, your level-headed voice of calm and reason in the middle of hysteria, the pandemic. We are your social separation connection. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all here. Uh, Eddie Van Adler in the mix, and we welcome back Stretch Armstrong to Rick and Bubba University. I'm keeping my distance from Stretch because I don't know where he's come from. Yeah. Uh, and welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussett. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us. We know it is a difficult and strange world we're living in right now. We're very honored to have uh, Dr. Jody Dion Odom with us from UAB. Dr. Jody, how are you? Uh-oh. Yeah. Hi, can you hear me okay? Yeah, we yeah, got yeah, you. We got you. There was a little, a little pause there. We got you loud and clear. So, um, Dr. Jody, let's let's unpack a little bit since the last time that we've talked. Um, I don't know if you know this. We're in a pandemic situation. Uh, <laughs> I did notice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So people are, I think, as far as the United States, there's been some exceptions, but people seem to have gotten the message about social distancing, uh, doing, mm-hmm. a, doing a pretty good job with that. I know that uh, Governor Cuomo it seems to – Tell the people in New York City he doesn't know what he has to say for them to get this, but 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 overall there seems to be I know in, in the life that I can see a major adjustment. Um, we, we should expect first of all let's prepare everybody uh, for what you know about the numbers this week. Uh, certainly the numbers as you have talked about and we should prepare for will go up because we didn't have a way to test for a time period and now that we're getting better about testing people now we're identifying people that have likely mm-hmm. been sick for a while, but we just didn't know it. So now we're identifying people. So uh, tell us a little bit about some of the expectations of some of the numbers that we may see this week and at what degree they may rise. Yeah, I think that's a really great way to, to introduce the topic for today. The numbers we're at right now in the United States is 35,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus and 414 deaths. We've seen cases in every state in the U.S. And the concern is, just like you said, that because testing has been limited up until now, that there are people who are sick at home, haven't been able to be tested yet. So this week and next week, we expect those numbers to go up. So now let's talk about some of the good news, and that is some of the the malaria drug uh, is showing some promise. Can you update us on things that are showing promise? And we're going to be level-headed about this. Not, a cure, not I, a cure. I know there's a, yeah. a tendency to say, oh, good, this is it, and I don't want to oversell it, but I also don't want to be pessimistic and say this isn't good news at all. Uh, so what, what, what can you speak to now that you say, I, I feel comfortable with saying here's where we are on these things? Yeah, I mean, what I can say is that it is very exciting that we do have some things that we can test. This is a virus that we understand in a way that we know the sequence, so we can start to understand what the proteins are that are involved and what the receptors are. And what that means is what types of cells the virus will bind to, and that gives you clues about drugs that we could use to treat it and prevent it. So there are clinical trials that are currently enrolling patients in in the U.S. in many different cities of patients who have coronavirus so we can test different types of options. A malaria drug is one of the things that we're testing, but it's one of a number of um, medications we already have on the shelf that we think could be effective. At the same time, the pharmaceutical companies and a lot of really smart scientists are racing 24-7 to identify new chemicals, new products. We know that we need to have a treatment for this 
um, virus as soon as possible. And it's working on two fronts. One is a treatment and the other is a vaccine. And we already have vaccines being tested like we talked about last week. So I agree. I think there is some promise. We all are holding out hope for an effective drug or vaccine. We don't have anything yet, um, but we're working really hard on it. So to just kind of summarize that, the well-known malaria drug that has been out since the 50s, that in a combination with a Z-Pak might help to limit the time someone is sick, limit the depth of the sickness, and buy some time until these new drugs become available, correct? What we like to do in clinical trials is we like to identify something that has promise and then study it in a small number of people. You don't want to give a drug to a lot of people before you know if it's safe and effective. So the medicine you're talking about is chloroquine. And yes, there are small studies where people receive chloroquine and azithromycin where they had some benefit. But we don't want to extrapolate five patients, six patients to say this is going to work for the millions of people in the, in the country. I think we want the studies to be well done so we can tell our patients, yes, we have confidence in this medication combination. So doctors uh, and scientists are not yet confident in this combination. We are confident that it should be tested, but it's not a medication combination I would want to give my patients yet. You're saying the sample is still too small. Now, uh, are I they mean, six people? Yeah, right, it's too yeah, small. Right. It's yeah, too small yeah. to be sure. So, mm-hmm. are, are they moving ahead with that in France? That's what our understanding is this morning. That they are now prescribing this as a, as so, hopefully a stopgap measure. Um, I can't speak to what they're doing in France. I haven't seen their their national policies. I know that every government around the world is looking for a cure for this disease, just like we are in the U.S. So there is enthusiasm for this particular drug combination. I just think that may be a little early since we don't really know if it's effective against COVID-19 yet. We're not sure. Doc, talk a little bit about plasma. Um, I, I saw this weekend where Obviously, if someone has had this and got over it, they have an antibody in their blood uh, that can be taken out in the form of plasma or the what uh, us people not in the medical community would say the juice that's in the blood. OK, mm-hmm. that's the, the clear, mm-hmm. the pink mm-hmm. part of it. Um, uh, there's a there's a story out that China has sent like 90 tons of this to France and Italy, uh, primarily Italy. Uh, could could an infusion of that and that antibody help somebody? And, and is there rejection issues with plasma? How does that differ from regular blood? Yeah, it's a good question. It's another very promising avenue. So you're right that every time you get sick, your body develops a lot of antibodies focused and targeted on that particular organism. So these antibodies against COVID-19 could be very effective at treating or preventing COVID-19. Again, very early days, we don't know yet. We do have other types of diseases that we treat with this type of plasma. Um, Some diseases respond very well to these antibody levels. You have patients who've been exposed, you draw some of their blood, you purify it, get it clean, take out anything that's that you wouldn't want to give to another person, and you give those pure antibodies to another person. It has been proven effective in some cases. But again, we don't want to give false hope to people, right? We don't want to say this is going to be the answer until it's been carefully studied in the right clinical setting. And we know how to do these clinical trials. So I would ask patients just to be patient 
and if they are interested in participating and they have COVID-19 to talk to the doctors in their hospital about if they can get on one of these clinical trials. Yeah, and, and you're right. We don't want to give people false hope, but we're just trying to get yep. the information out that saying, hey, we're looking at this, we're working on it. Um, and get the doc, information I, accurate. I, I, the, the, the only thing worse than false hope is misinformation. Right. Mm-hmm. Doc, I know uh, yeah. I know you're on yeah. the medical side. You're not government. You're not finance. And, and maybe right. this is unfair. But at the end of next week, I think our president's going to have a very tough decision to make about either locking down these hot spots and putting people back to work and assuming that we will have to have a – reasonable amount of deaths from this without totally killing our economy or locking us down for a longer period of time. Can you talk to that? Is that, is that, are we going to know enough at the end of this 15 day period or what, what can we do? I mean, from your side, I guess you would like to see us locked down, but you understand that the, the repercussions, if we're locked down too long, we're in Thunderdome. It ain't going to matter. I do. No, I absolutely understand. And, you know, having putting orders in for lockdowns is not easy for any health official, any government official. But I, you're right. These are really difficult decisions. I think what we're going to have, um, hopefully before long, is the ability to have a lot more testing. And what that means is if you have testing and you have been tested and you've had this infection and you're a doctor or a nurse or a frontline provider, it should, we may be able to get to the place, we're not there yet, where we can say you've had this, we don't expect you to be reinfected, we think that you're cleared to not be on lockdown, to go out if you need to go out to work and do what you need to do. We are um, all hoping that maybe even blood testing will show if people have had the virus in the past. So imagine something in the future where we have good access access to testing for everyone, and you can know yourself if you had coronavirus already or not. And if you did, then you would be free to go what you need, go and do what you need to do because there's no reason for you to be locked down. On the other hand, it would still allow us to protect people over 60, people with chronic medical conditions, people that we don't want to get ill, but it wouldn't cause our entire um, society to be locked down and shut down for such a long amount of time. All right, we're going to come back. Thanks for uh, telling us you you can do two segments today. We have a few more things we want you to speak to, uh, and we'll do a quick break. We'll come back, okay? Dr. Jody Dion Odom is here with us. Uh, She is Assistant Professor of Medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases at UAB and is on the front lines of trying uh, to get the answers that our uh, economy and our population desperately need and the world. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. 22 minutes past the hour, uh, Dr. Jody Dion Odom with us, Assistant Professor of Medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases, UAB in Birmingham, part of those that are looking for the answers that everybody needs, and uh, and they're, they're working on it, level-headed, trying to make some progress, trying not to be overly optimistic or pessimistic, uh, which is quite the little balance to try to reach, but... Um, uh, I know we got one more segment, and you've got a lot to do. So we'll we will be good stewards of your time, uh, Bubba. I know, I, and uh, and the, some of you obviously are joining the conversation after we've already answered some of the questions you wanted her to answer. So remember that every day the podcast archives uh, every hour for you. 
uh, and you can go back and uh, catch the full interview if you miss parts of it because uh, we, we don't want to have to go back and repeat things we've already said. So so let's talk, Bubba, about uh, the the different – I mean, as individuals go, Dr. Jody, it is – you know, even within a family we saw uh, the son had very mild symptoms, the wife had very mild symptoms, dad had to be put in the hospital and, and had breathing issues. Um, and um, mm-hmm. so it varies wildly individual to individual. Are we seeing anything – that seems to explain that is it just because it's unknown and and talk, let's talk about the the wildly ranging um you know different symptoms and now they're even saying and, some and of the degree sim- of the illness yeah. once you get it yeah so i mean the reason everyone keeps saying novel and new is because this is different than other types of illnesses are i think people have made comparisons to influenza but in general this is something that we haven't seen before so everyone does not have immunity to it as of the beginning of this year so what we think is that older people are more likely to be the ones to end up more sick younger people and healthy people are, are more likely to be asymptomatic or not have any symptoms or have minimal symptoms what we can tell is that on average for example we have a study of about 1100 people from china who had covid-19 and about 90% of them had fever. They had at least one fever during their hospital stay. So that doesn't mean you're going to have fever every day or every hour, but fever at least once. And then about 70% of them had cough. So the focus on fever and cough is still appropriate. Most people with this still have one of those two symptoms. I think the caveat is that especially for kids or young younger people, they really could be carriers. And what that means is they are, trans- they are yeah. holding the virus, they're infected, they can give it to someone else, but they feel absolutely fine. And that's a worrisome um, from the epidemiology perspective because they don't know they're sick. So they're not, they're not, um, they're not self uh, quarantining based on their symptoms. Yeah. I, I know a, a friend of mine who had someone that was working with them and the person literally said, if, if I had not been tested, I would have just kept coming to work because I did not feel bad at all. He followed right. like you guys told him he had some of the symptoms, but he said, it, he couldn't tell whether it was just a cold or he had COVID-19. He said, if I didn't know about what was out there, I would have continued to work no problem. Uh, Dr. Jody, right. what, uh, mm-hmm. well, what you're saying is, and you, you see that a lot of the younger folks are the ones who I think very selfishly are not following the separation guidelines because they think they're immune to this. And while they might not be the main group, they still can get this though, right? I mean, they're, they're not immune from this totally. I mean, I think to be fair, there's a lot of focus on young people now, and everyone looks at the same picture of the same bar and sees a lot of young people <laughs> in that bar. There are a lot of young people who are doing the right thing, and they're staying home, and they're doing video chats with their friends. So I don't, I don't think I want to call out all the young people in the, in the world or the country for that. Um, I, I do think everyone should know not to be out. And, yes, the message for young people is even if you are feeling okay, it's possible that you're a carrier and that young people can get sick with COVID-19. Sure. We have seen young people be admitted, be very sick in the hospital so no it's not that it cannot impact them it can and and a week ago you said here on the program and i just want to come back and revisit that because this is the big question we still don't have the definitive proof that we that we need to say if you get it once you're immune we're still not there right we don't have definitive proof no but we uh, the, i would say that the field is moving toward protection after you've had it so we don't know we talked you talked before about those antibodies right so those antibodies should protect you from being reinfected in this season we don't know if those antibodies would protect you for two years for 20 years for 40 years 
But, you know, if you've had it in March, let's say, it would be, it should be, we think, incredibly unlikely to get it in April and May and June or even in September. But we don't know that time frame yet. Uh, Dr. Jody, our, and again, I hate to use these numbers when you're talking about deaths, but it, it is a numbers game on the big scale. The last mm-hmm. numbers I saw were about 1% in the U.S., which is very good considering some places in the world. Italy is dealing with 9% or higher. What, 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 are, what were they doing in their population, or what are the things that caused that to be so high that it's not high here, and what, what lessons can we learn yeah, from that? Yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, so every time you see a number, uh, something like that, a proportion where it's a ratio, you have to wonder what is the bottom So someone is saying 9% of people die, it's 9% of what? If you're talking about 9% of people who are admitted to an intensive care unit, that's incredibly different than 9% of people tested in a school end up being admitted to the hospital. Do you see my point? Yeah, Yeah. we had that with nursing homes when we first started. We were getting these scary numbers, and we found out, well, 99% of those numbers were nursing homes. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would ask people when you hear these numbers, always to question, be, be, be questioning, you know, think, what are they talking about? Is this of people in the country, which it usually is not because we don't have good testing for people in the country. We have testing among sick people. So when you're testing sick people, they are by definition, the ones who go to the hospital, the sickest of the sick mm-hmm. who are most likely to have these bad outcomes. So um, there's a lot of numbers being thrown about and some of them are valid and some of them are not valid. And it's always fair to ask, Where does that number come from, and what is the denominator? What's the bottom number? So in relationship to Italy, we're seeing 9% of those infected. So is that a fair number to to look at or not? So that's where I'm not sure, because when they say 9% of people with infection, I'm not sure what their testing policies were at the time. In other words, were they testing only patients who were already in the emergency room with severe signs? Right. Or were they testing widely to say that we really think we caught everyone with infection and 9% of them are dying? I don't think it's the latter. I, even Italy, I don't think, had access to perfect in, amounts of testing recently. And this is always showing a lag. The numbers we're seeing today are showing what was happening last week. Yeah, you need to um, know the sample inside where you're getting that percentage from. Is this, Are these people of relatively the same age? How far along exactly. were they in the process? Ex- I got exactly. Exactly. So Dr. I don't. I can't say that you're comparing apples to apples there between the U.S. and Italy. I would have to look more closely at those numbers to see exactly where they came from. Thank you so much, Doc. Thank we you. We appreciate it, Doctor Jody. Yeah, continue. I'm glad to help. Yeah, and get your rest. You, we need you to be on your on top of your game. That. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> hey, this is Will Ferrell, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. 35 minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. The Rick and Bubba show rolling your voice uh, of calm, level-headed approach, preparing for what's ahead. And uh, we certainly, as Americans, have been through a lot, and we will certainly get through this as well. Uh, HelloFresh.com, the boy, I'll tell you what, they, they had no idea when they were putting together their game plan that was really just designed to get people back around the table and deal with our busy, busy lives. Uh, of course, uh, raise your hand if your life's still busy. Uh, not, not real busy now. We'll cover some of that coming up, uh, what we're doing with this time that nor- we normally do not have. Uh, but HelloFresh.com delivers everything you need to prepare meals right to the door. Does that sound good right now? And some, I mean, we got all kinds of recipes, too, and it's a, these are delicious recipes. And everything you need to prepare the meal is in 
the box. It comes to your door. All you do in about 20 minutes is prepare the meals. And if you go to HelloFresh.com right now and enter the promo code Bubba, you'll get 10 free meals and free shipping. Uh, so take advantage of it right now. This will only help this situation. HelloFresh.com. Also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. So, Bubba, let's talk about can, life life in quarantine. Well, can I, can I mention this, too? And we talked about it at our family, and I'd mentioned it to you guys earlier. Um, you know, we have so many people to thank in our country for the job they do, and it's a thankless job they do over and over. You know, our military that keeps us safe mm-hmm. and has won two world wars, uh, our first responders, police, fire, you know, they do a great job day in, day out. Medical professionals who, you know, again, are on the front line with this mm-hmm. this pandemic and how they're giving of themselves and, and literally just wearing themselves out. Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen all the hospitals they're making in New York where okay. they're taking in uh, mm-hmm. gyms and college uh, uh, dormitories and making them into hospitals or not. Well, there's another, uh, There's a, I, you know, again, talking to people over the weekend that are working on this right now to try to figure out what is our response to the economy. One of the things that's being proposed, too, and, of course, we have some here in our city, to take hospitals that have been closed and open them back up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, let, and, and, and that will all, that's also on the table. Rick, uh, two groups I think are going to be the unsung heroes of our victory over COVID-19 when that victory happens is going to be the fast food workers who have been able to change their model from being a restaurant to a curb service delivery. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be the big story in all this because it's keeping the country going. Go, we went back to this, talked about it last hour. When and you, some are failing. They're you, not going to be able to yeah, keep it up. When, I understand that. When you think, and of course they also don't need as many people to do that, so it costs a lot of jobs. But you're right, as far as the business surviving so they can hire people back You know, when yeah. they go back to gatherings, is how much of our economy is tied to businesses that require people to gather, yeah, oh, I mean yeah. It, it is a it is a overwhelming part, a majority, and then it, and when then they collapse, they start affecting the ones that are not right. connected to to people needing to gather. And the other group is going to be our grocery stores. I yeah. mean, when you think about winning yeah. a world war, and that's what this is going to amount to, mm-hmm. you don't think about grocery stores, checkout people, stock boys. The truck drivers who bring that stuff in uh, as being our frontline warriors on this, but they really are. Well, when you look at, uh, and I was just talking about this a minute ago, and I'm going to say the word we here, okay? We, because I I do believe this even about myself, right? is, uh, you know, a recession is almost a given right now, okay? but, But a depression, I just don't think we in our current state as Americans, and I'm saying we, okay? We're not tough enough for a depression. Okay, I, well, I, I, got, yeah, I got I mean, bad news for you. The numbers that yeah, we're right. already going to have right. is going to be worse than the Great Depression. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. Right. We can come out of it real quick. Right. It's going to be a deeper hole, right. but we have enough momentum middle, yeah. to get out of it. I just don't think our current citizens are tough enough for a depression. No, we're not. We're yeah, not nowhere yeah. close. Yeah, and I'm saying we. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, the, and, then, and then you were talking about so as how this is affecting – uh, everybody's individual lives. D- did I hear right that you were trying to plant corn over the weekend? Rick, and, I'm and, a farmer again. Okay, and what, yeah. what, what, oh, what, no. what have you done? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I, I was uh, I was telling somebody that uh, I was going to have to call my yard man and tell him that you know I didn't need him anymore because we're cutting back on essential services right now. And uh, he he said, uh, well, what what are you going to do with your yard? And I said, well, we're going to plow it up and put corn in it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> 
because a uh, few few ears of corn here and there next month may, may be pretty good. Right. Um, but I did something that uh, I have not done since I was a kid, and I had to forcibly be to, was told to do it at the time, and that is I have planted tomato plants. Right. You just 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 in, in five gallon buckets. Right. You did that. Yeah. So I can move them around. Okay. I may plant more there today. There is. Yeah. So, so you, I'm a farmer again. Didn't you also find <laughs> out that you're not equipped to plant silver queen like you need to? Well, you know, Rick, that's, we, that's a bigger job. If you we, can plant you know, a yeah, corn. Yeah. when you're in a pandemic, you you assess what you got. You know, it's kind of like you dump the, the if you're stranded on the side of the road, you dump the bag in the back right. of the car out and go, what have I got? What can I make with right, it? Right. So, uh, you know, we we have uh, some hunting property, and mm-hmm. as many people do in our part of the country that they go to, and we were trying to look at what we could do with that land that might give us some food down the road in a few months. And uh, we, we were considering planting corn, and we've done that before for the deer, but we were looking at planting maybe a little higher quality than right. for human consumption uh, to get that done. And I don't have the equipment to totally do that the way I would like to do it. Mm-hmm. And I can get the ground ready, but I can't mm-hmm. actually do the planting unless we get the old hoe out. Hey, and uh, look, I mean, that's not a that's not a pleasant thought with me and the kids working the field. But well, uh, uh, Greg, you've been through it. I must warn you. You know, corn has to come in in one big harvest. <laughs> oh, I know. And I don't know if you've drug your modern day children down to harvest corn. Yeah, I, uh, I've and, done it. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, but I, I'm not. I'm yeah. on, it's going to require more than you. Yeah, and, I know. And, and, well, and, we're not going to have yeah. the ability to do <laughs> right. All of that much, but yeah, uh, yeah. you know, if you if you get two or three ears a day, you can eat off of. That's good, mm-hmm. um, and we might stagger it a little bit. But you're right; you do have to most of the time harvest it at one time. And, yeah, you know, our canning we're a little behind on our canning techniques. Right. <laughs> well, uh, but as Betty said, hey, I know a little bit about it. I can learn more. Well, you know, now and that's what I had to do with tomato plants. I'm not used to planting tomato plants in five gallon buckets, so right. I move them around. And um, this, uh, this new, I did try this with a couple of them. Maybe some people can give me some advice. I planted two of them upside down. Have you ever seen this? Mm-mm. Well, you plant them, you drill a hole and stick the plant out the bottom of the bucket and then fill it up with dirt or, you know, potting soil or whatever. And, the, you know, if you, if you grow a normal tomato, it will get big enough you have to stake it. It, won't, it right. can't support its own weight. So the idea on the hanging one is you don't have to stake it because right, so like it, it just hangs down and and people are telling me it actually grows better that way you just go pick them like and, and it's up in the air now you always have animals you have to deal with getting hold of them sure. and all that but um that, that that we're experimenting i have two of them hanging upside down i've got about eight in regular buckets yeah pr- preparation is all <laughs> it's we're a start. talking look we're not saying we're going to get the thunderdome but i will tell you this and this to your point but if we do we want fresh tomatoes uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, and, you know by the way now's a great time to have a gary you talk about somebody's going to be in demand oh yeah oh but yeah, but, yeah. but anyway but yeah. look, look, going back to this i'm getting me a planning attachment as yeah. soon as this i can but 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 go back to this and i i'm i'm being somewhat serious right now <laughs> right. okay I'm, we I'm, are we're laughing but we're being serious but what i'm saying is for those of you out there, because we can't believe we're saying. For it. those of you out there that that love to, and, and I don't, I don't like your attitude because I think it's the wrong attitude in life because it's it is stealing. For those of you that think it's cute for people who spend a lot of money to have a nice place to fish, a nice place to hunt, and you think it's cute to sneak onto their land and catch fish and 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 uh, you know shoot shoot turkeys and shoot deer where you're not supposed to be. This is not the time to do that. No, nope. no, because people are now taking. You know the fish that they have and the and the access to game that they have that they pay taxes on and pay a lot of money to have, 
they're see they're not they're not just wanting anybody to come in and take that now. Yeah. And you you may go from in the past where somebody gave you a scolding to somebody shooting you. You know what I mean? So so just uh, if that's your thing, you love to get on people's land you're not supposed to be on, and and catch their fish and and shoot and shoot their turkeys or shoot whatever it's in season. I think I'd, I'd I'd probably back off a little bit of that right now. This is people are real intense about this right now. You're gonna you know, have, you're yeah. gonna have people guarding cornfields, Rick, with a AR-15. Right. Okay. <laughs> but I I would just I'd leave everybody's stuff alone right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Don't don't get any bright ideas. <laughs> no. You're gonna bum rush something. You know, right. it's just it's just not the time to do it. Because there's yeah. people with a lot of rounds out there. I don't know if you've seen sales this past week. Yeah, but we'll uh. You know, everybody's kind of getting to the point that they're saying, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna protect what's mine." Yeah. You're a lot better to ask than try to take. Let, let me offer to give it to you. Don't come take it. Yeah. No. So we'll, uh, we'll come back. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. I'll tell you about one of the things that's happening with us quarantining too. Some of the things uh, over the weekend. We'll jump into some of that too. Uh, we'll be right back. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six, we be big is our number. Thanks for being with us. Um, all right, so I know a lot of you are looking, and we'll get to some of this here coming up. Content, content, content uh, to entertain yourself while you're being quarantined. Don't forget RickandBubba.com. The YouTube channel is just chock full. I think Adler at one time when you go back to the archives, some of the daily documentaries that which can be fun to go back and watch. I think there's over a hundred of them uh, there in the uh, the YouTube channel. The Wednesday Bible studies are continuing. They're even staying new and current. We just don't have a uh, anyone here in the room, kind of like some of what the churches are doing. But you still get a new one every week. Uh, don't forget, there's also um, you know things at themanchurch.com. If you're looking for resources, uh, the Pursuit uh, curriculum that we put together is a video uh, curriculum that has a study guide that you can send links to. You can still do your small groups and use themanchurch.com to do that, fellas, if you're out there. Uh, so all these different... Um, uh, content uh, places are available to you to enjoy. So we're talking about the quarantine, how things are changing. And, you know, my wife, like I was telling uh, Andy Andrews this past weekend, I think that, that Sherry said something. I didn't know if this was a compliment or not, but she looked at me in the eye because everywhere she turns, there I am. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know what? I miss missing you. <laughs> and, and, I, and I was like, well, so you miss missing me. You know, I walked off smiling. Then all of a sudden it hit me down the hall. Wait a minute. So anyway, you know, we're all, you know, I have more time on my hands than I normally have. And, you know, trying to put that to good use. And so Sherry, my wife, is really not accustomed to me coming home most days till probably 430. And so now I'm showing up at, you know, lunchtime, mm-hmm. you know, this this kind of stuff. And so because uh, there's no meetings to go to, there's there's nothing you can't do to anything that involves you can't go sit down and have lunches for things you can't do. There's there's just not much you can do. So uh, in our state on Friday, it it was trying to act like that it was full blown spring. Now my wife falls for this every year, and I tell her that James Spann has warned you about this, and she falls for it every year. She just wants spring to be here before it officially really is, and this all revolves around her planting her flowers. <laughs> well, she's also bored out of her mind, so she's like, it's, it's beautiful outside. I want to get outside here in the yard and, and do some working in the yard. Well, normally, see, I would stay gone long enough that I wouldn't be pulled into that. And, and, and there, there was a very tough moment for me 
because the way our house is set up, and it's really not good for husbands, hmm. the way our house is set up, if somebody's in the front yard working, they can see you mm-hmm. before you see them. So you, the drive-on-by option is not there. And, you know, I start thinking, will she recognize my truck? You know, because I, I looked out, and she's full-blown. I'm talking about there's stuff everywhere, gardening and, and putting planting flowers. And I was like – What are y'all planting, cantaloupes, cucumbers? <laughs> no, y'all planting? Well, that, we're probably going to do that down at, down at the place where there's not one case of COVID. I keep asking, why aren't we still up here? Yeah. I mean, yeah. where, where the farm yeah. is located, nobody has this. Why are we yeah. here? Yeah. We're where That's there's numbers. Well, you look on our state, where we are has numbers. Mm-hmm. Where the farm is has none. Yeah. I mean, there's not one case there yet. I mean, I'm sure there will be, but there's not yet. So anyway, about the density, baby. Yeah, so anyway, I um, hmm. I realized there's – I mean, I literally got down the driveway, and now I'm at this point where I'm really an idiot. I'm trying to sneak in the garage. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, I actually had to tell myself, oh, no, I'm going to be pulling this. Oh, no, I'm going to be pulling that. Oh, no, 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 no. And she goes, hey, 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 hey. And she goes, well, I can't believe you're home. I said, well, baby, I don't have anything to do. I mean, the Rick and Bubba stuff's over, hmm. and any other stuff I would be doing doesn't exist. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, well, I need some pine straw. And I'm like, oh, no. Hmm. Oh, no. There it is. And I, I was like, well, huh? Some in the backyard. Why didn't you do the, the fake under phone the pine call? Trees. I, was like, I was like, baby, I didn't hear you. Something, <laughs> what, wait a minute, I'm driving. What, don't go in the garage, Rick. Don't go in the garage. So there's a little place right near us, you know, that has pine Need to save gas, Rick. And so. What did you say? Need to save gas. So, so guys. Need to go back out. I thought you said save your. Yeah. No, it's it's like well, that too. Well, you need to do yeah. that too. So I it went. Did to, sound like. Listen, I went to the translate point, it however you need to. <laughs> I, I went to the point where I said to myself, and this is not. This is not good. This, you know, there's all kinds of reasons. Let's just list, okay? Let's be real, okay? Mm-hmm. I want to. I want y'all to know we haven't completely left the farm, and that is, I understand our number one priority for a for a cure in in this is to save people's lives. That's that's the number yeah. one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Number two to save the economy. <clears throat> That's yeah. sitting up here at number two. Yeah. I understand to keep me from doing yard work is way down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's really way down the yeah, list. Rick, if you're if you're listing things. Yeah, I yeah. need to get back to being real busy again. Okay. <laughs> so so all of a sudden she's like, Oh, good, we can do this together. Oh. And I was like, Yard, I'm gonna be throwing pine straw. So I want y'all to know that I spent a tremendous amount of time on uh, on Friday afternoon throwing pine straw mm. in, in flower beds. Mm-hmm. And, and stuff, and and it was like, and, and there's no way out. I mean, it, it was like, Trap. yeah, it was like I kept thinking somebody called me to do something. I mean, I, I, I I'm out here, and then there's that. Hey, isn't this fun? Isn't this great that we're going to do this together? Maybe I just don't have on my list of things I want to do with you. This, you know what I mean? And and so I got I got hung up in that, and 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 so I, I've got. I don't find, picture you being. Very detailed in your mm. pine straw. Well, she she hadn't seen it yet. She some some of the stuff I was throwing was so far away from her. She, <laughs> Rick, this is what you need to say. Okay, tell her one. You don't want to be planting flowers because it's not Easter yet. And you know that I we're said that. I said that. Uh-huh. Jesse James Span is not happy, honey. This is not time and, to do this. And two, you're going to have to rake all that pine straw off when you start putting crops in there. I know. Mm-hmm. Right. You're right. True. Yeah. It, how how good will potatoes grow next to a foundation? Do you and, know and, and listen, it hasn't hit her yet. How how happy the deer are today because they're just going to eat them all. Okay, because the pansies. Oh yeah, I oh, anything, yeah. any flowers. Well, that's I mean, that's yeah. like an ice cream cone. But it go, it goes back to this. But again. we can eat it. That's the important. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> so it goes back. How to about this. a nice melon bush? <laughs> guys, guys, something has to be done. And then I get up. I get up Saturday. Something has to be. I look. I love my wife with all my heart and soul, and I love spending time 
with her. I laughed at that video about the guy. A, you can you can quarantine with your wife. You B B. But anyway, that that video <laughs> has that up, been sent more yeah, than anything. It, it was fantastic. <laughs> I, I got I, it was sent to me three times B. this weekend. I loved it. But anyway, but but now see, I'm being pulled into her girl world. You mean I can't get out now? Mm-hmm. And, and so I get up on Saturday. I go walking through, and I look, and she's sitting out on the porch. You know, we got, got, got her some cup of coffee, and I walk out, I go, roll out there and sit out there with my wife. I look, and I see binoculars. She goes, oh, you want to come out here? I'm looking at birds. And I was no, like, oh, my oh, gosh, I'm Rick. birding. I am birding and Rick. throwing pine straw. For the love of God, somebody find a cure. Rick. So when, when is the vaccine? <laughs> I'm looking at birds through a binocular and and, and helping. This is with why fl- you need wild birds unlimited. How about Rick, this? And, right. and, and I'm helping with flower beds. We need a vaccine <laughs> quickly. Rick, maybe. I mean, if, worse, if worse comes to worse, you you may need her to spot while you run the BB gun. I know you're huh? right. Remember okay. what I said on the show? I know. Anybody know if a cardinal tastes good? <laughs> I don't know. I will say this. There, I heard a yellow hammer's excellent. <laughs> you took it right. I will tell you this. Look, there's birds building nests all over our gutters and stuff. We normally oh, would try yeah. to run them off. Uh-huh. I said, let them stay. That's <laughs> eggs right. and meat. That's yep. eggs. Yep. Okay. Let them stay. Hmm. I've got I got a couple of little birds are just building a nest right. They're making an awful mess too. Oh, Man, yeah. make a mess. Look, I hope it. Time. I hope yeah. it doesn't come to it. But to, you know, it's out there. Oh, hey, hey guys, we get, we got to get on the. Hey, we got to get our life back. I mean, th- this thing back where I go do the guy things and she does the girl things, and then there's this late afternoon where we come together and talk about our day. I'm missing that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, in, I'm involved, and in, she said this, said this, too. She goes, I really got to evaluate my life. And I said, what are you talking about? She goes, is it bad that this really hasn't changed my life much at all? Well, <laughs> we've been saying that, <laughs> She goes, I'm pretty much washing clothes, cleaning the house, yeah, yeah. going out to the flower beds, you know, do it, doing this and doing that. And she goes, I'm pretty much doing the things I always do. She said, I guess the only thing's missing is, like, just interacting with other people. Mm-hmm. But other than that, she said, this really hasn't impacted my, my life a whole lot. Right. On, on these are the things that I do normally anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, I'll uh, – Well, well at least the pine straw's out, Rick. Oh, it's out. It's done. So, you say on the list it's on down there, but but for the cure – Yeah, I'm just saying I, we, we should get a cure, number one, for to save people's lives. Okay. Number two, to save the economy. Uh-huh. I'm sure – Keep me from having to throw pine straw. It don't even make three. But 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 I'm talking about it's. It, there's all kinds of great. We got to get back. I'll put this under so we can return to our lives. Okay. You know that one. And I look. I love love the time we're getting. I'm taking advantage of it. But there's there's really more of it than than is needed. Look. We, okay. We we all. I think we need to kind of pass around and assign duties and start growing some plants yeah. and veggies in our garden. Yeah. yeah. And I, then I, we can swap up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, uh, and Stretch Armstrong all here with us today as we move forward. They'll be listening for your chance to win toilet paper. From the Rick and Bubba Show, we gave away two rolls on Friday. Uh, we'll do that again this week. Be listening for that. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussing. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience as we move into pandemic week two. All right, so part of this pandemic thing and being quarantined is looking uh, for content, and we've talked about that. Obviously, the Rick and Bubba com website offers you a lot of content. So does BurgessMinistries.com, TheManChurch.com. 
But it's always good. There's nothing that excites you more when you hear from somebody saying, hey, I found something. You, you might want to check this out. And patient zero. Patient, patient zero patient just zero. made a loop around the studio. Uh, coughing, Thank you, Greg. Coughing the whole way around. Hey, Greg, cover that bar. I pulled a bubble. I got choked eating. Did you? Okay. Yeah, so uh, I'm doing that a lot lately. So I, I was um, wrong. Yeah, I know. It's something. It's probably just that throat's wore out. The uh, or I'm jamming it in there quicker. <laughs> you panic. Uh, but anyway, so I and I, I credit one of our listeners for this, and then others sent it as well. And I got a, an email that said, "Hey, Rick, I just found something that you might like. You might want to check it out. It's called. It's a series called The Chosen." And I thought, okay, I'll, I'll take a look at that. And at first I looked at it and I thought, well, this looks complicated. I tried to find it, you know, on like Apple TV or Netflix, or whatever. It wasn't coming up. And, of course, all everybody who's worked with me for 20-some-odd years will laugh. I decided to go back and look at the email again and look at the details. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I realized what they were saying is that this is an app. Now, th- this is a whole new world of, of technology, or I should say modern world of how – how we're doing things now, you know, and, and really what you have here is an independent group that has raised their own money to go out and shoot eight episodes of something called the chosen. And then the way that they want to try to do an, a, a second season is everybody can watch it for free. You don't pay anything for it at this time. Now they're, they're, I know what's going to happen. They're going to get us into this series and then it'll, it'll, you can rent it like you do everything else, which is fine. But right now what they're doing is individuals, they call it paying it forward. If you really love it, you make a, a donation to season two, and then when you make that donation, you just gave, based on the level of the donation, right, right. you gave so many people, just it forwards to them, and they can watch it as well, and you own ah, the content. Okay. Now, if you don't make a donation, you can just watch it, but you don't own the content. You can, you can right. watch it for free mm-hmm. for now. And by the way, they hit the one billion number of viewers. Uh, one one billion. So anyway, now and what format is this in? Well, that's what I'm going to get to, and Helmsy will help. So you go and you Google the chosen. I'm doing. Uh-huh. I've done that now, and it comes up as an app. It's an app, uh-huh. and you get the app, and then you now can watch it either by mirroring, which I did. I just mirrored it to Apple so TV, TV yeah. or Roku. Uh, Roku's on there, mm-hmm. and there's it'll show you here are the ways you can do it, uh-huh. and then you can watch it on whatever you want to watch it on. You can watch it on your phone, watch it on your computer, or watch it on your screen if you do the mirroring. But Helmsy said, because some people don't like to mirror because if a text comes up, it comes up on the screen if you're using your phone mm-hmm. or whatever, any notifications and stuff like that. And we didn't have that. We watched it as a family. But when I went back to watch an episode that won't surprise you that I fell asleep during <laughs> on my own, I did notice one of Bubba's texts did come up on the screen while I was watching it uh, on, on another TV. And, oh, but my. it was huge, too. Yeah. So, so be very careful about that. <laughs> yeah. but, but anyway. I mean, tone down the private text. But you said you found ways to watch it without having to mirror. So I didn't even know you could do this. And I worked real hard uh, yesterday to figure this out. And so I didn't realize that VidAngel um, – is also a filtering it filters out certain content so you can you can put okay. this app and then you can tell it what like if you don't want certain words unrestricted um mm. Mm. language or whatever it'll actually beep it out for you you can actually tie this to your say your netflix account or your amazon prime account and anything you watch in there if you don't want to hear language it'll beep it so i thought that was cool now you can actually add the Vid Angel app to your Roku device, but you can't do it. And I didn't even know you could do this part. So to add an app or a channel on your Roku, you go to Roku, your Roku, you lose search channels, you do this. Well, you won't find it. 
What you have to do is you have to go to your Roku account. Just go to Roku.com, my account, sign in from a computer or your phone like you would anything else. And you can actually add a channel in there that will then, once you've added it, show up on your Roku device. Right. Did not know you could do that. Yeah, because uh, you know, <clears throat> I, ha- I have a son that works in this world, and he said that VidAngel got into some trouble, kind of like Napster, when they first started offering the service. People were saying, you can't just take our content, take the cuss words out of it, and let people have it. You don't have the rights to it. So they had to go back and adjust the way they were doing things. But this is an original program Correct. That, 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 is, it, that, that belongs to them, so it's a different deal. So here's the deal. And, Bubba, I think this is – you know how sometimes you, you go, I don't know if birds are like this or not, right. but it mm-hmm. is, this is hit or miss. And then there's those things you know that I'm going to love. Right. You will 100% love this series, okay, because – and look, now hear me, everybody out there, before we all go rush into it, mm-hmm. okay? Everybody listen. If you tend to lean a little on the prude side, like, you know, if, if there's anything remotely uh, lighthearted concerning mm-hmm. Jesus Christ and, and his time on earth, and you can't take that. Now, there's nothing I found disrespectful no. or, or blasphemy, but some of you have a sensitivity that if Jesus Christ has ever showed being lighthearted and making a joke, you can't take that. Right. And, and if that bothers you, you may not like it. But I found it to be breath of fresh air. Oh man, incredibly! It was. And look, and there is now. You know, remember we're talking about they're raising their own money. The, there's some actors in it that you. By, by the way, and I wish I knew his name. And they do feature him as the star. I mean, this is somebody you probably heard of. The guy who plays Nicodemus, yeah. in my opinion, was born to be Nicodemus. Right. And and and, if, and every time Nicodemus appears in any kind of movie or series, he is Nicodemus. He's always Nicodemus. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, they they tell you what they've done, like with a lot of based on a true story. That's mm-hmm. their approach. Yeah. This, in our opinion, in our belief system, is based on a true story. This is a historical events that really happened, and we are taking things directly from the Gospels. But we also are taking some artistic freedom. Meaning in this, not not right. anything to do with theology or anything that blasphemes Christ. He's clearly presented as the Son of Man and the Son of God and the Messiah and here to redeem the world. But what's cool, this revolves around him calling the disciples and starting his ministry and how he rounds up the disciples. Now, for some reason, they've decided, I don't know if this is on purpose or because they're working on the budget of whatever money they can raise. The quality of it I, I found to be fine. It is. The acting yeah. I found to be good. But you will notice, like, Jesus, for some reason, has a bit of a Latino accent. Uh, and, and, and like, there'll be times where they're representing different ethnicities that really are not biblically accurate. But that's okay. I mean, it doesn't, to me, yeah. it didn't take anything away from it. Meaning, you, you know, and they'll, they'll even take on that Matthew, they almost present him as a savant with numbers and being the tax collector, and it looks like he might even be representing that he might be inside the autism spectrum a little bit hmm. with some of his quirks and, and stuff like that. More, but picture a savant, like he's a genius when it comes to numbers and yeah. and all this as a tax collector. But the the series, we we we, it's just so difficult now to find anything that's not garbage. To find anything that you don't go, you know what, guys, we probably shouldn't have watched that. I mean, well, that went south. You know, we're looking for stuff we can do as a family and enjoy. This will be a worshipful experience for you. This portrayal of Jesus and the disciples I found to be really, really good. I mean, there, there's moments in there where I think that you will, you, will, you will find yourself saying, man, I am worshiping right now. This yeah. is incredible. Yeah. 
And um, is that the Nicodemus guy on the cover of the? Yes. Rap? Is uh-huh. that it? Yeah. Okay. You know he has to play Nicodemus in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He <laughs> is. Nicodemus. He is Nicodemus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the take the story of Nicodemus in this they 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 do take some license. I mean, some artistic license. They certainly give you the things that are in the Bible that everybody said and did. You got it. But then they'll have little conversations, you know, and and, yeah. and the way they take on things like the way they approach the fact that Peter had a wife and the others didn't that we know. And how Jesus dealt with the fact that he was going to have to be spending time with him away from his wife, and how they dealt with that was really cool. And then you'll have lighthearted things. The, the way they present Jesus with children yeah. is incredible. And I know even in the Gospel of John, the reason why I know you love it, you were a big fan of that time. They saw Jesus laughing with kids and rolling right. around with them. Right. There's a lot of that in this. Hmm. Matter of fact, the funny part is when Matthew tells the kids, "Do you know who that is?" And they're like, "Yeah, that's Jesus. We've already met him." Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, "Oh wow!" So you're ahead of me on this. But anyway, so uh, uh, but there's a whole deal with dealing with that in in the, in the conversation. What I like about it, like in the conversation with Jesus and Nicodemus, when he said, "I got to talk to this guy," and we know the part about how are you born again. They take that segment, almost like the message would do, and they have this conversation back and forth with Jesus and Nicodemus. But in that presentation, because keep in mind. When you read what the conversation with Jesus and Nicodemus, you know, you just got what John documented. But what they've done now is, well, we know based on the gospel and what now Jesus goes and finishes it on the cross and he finishes it after resurrection and we're handed the Holy Spirit. We know what Jesus was talking about, you know, in, in this conversation. So they go ahead and give you that. And what you have is this actor portraying Jesus presents to you the gospel perfectly. You know, and uh, so it was, um, man, it was really, really good. And and the, the lighthearted stuff, the time that when Peter looks at him, he says something about it. He goes, well, you know what I'm thinking. Just tell me what I'm thinking. And hmm. Jesus goes, Peter, when it comes to you, you don't have to have supernatural powers to know what you're thinking. Because <laughs> 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 so, you pretty much tell us what you're thinking all the time. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it portrays Peter in that way of being the fighter, the, the ready to go, yeah. you know, the, the, the moment of them throwing the nets over there. What I like about it is they use visuals to let these huge moments of God moving. A lot of times there's no no uh, you know dialogue. It's just you're watching this moment unfold. It's really, really good. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Gonna be a big star. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Fat will get you very far. 23 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, 866 We Be Big is our number as we make our way back. Um, also, uh, Speedy said, and Greg, you said you have this. If you have the Pure Flix app, yes, you say the Chosen is there too. Yes, we. Um, I, I've I've had text and emails Pure all Flix. saying that that um, it is mm-hmm. <laughs> the Chosen is on the app. Pure okay, Flix. Well, what was funny? I looked at their Instagram thing. It's so funny because they hit the, said they hit the one billion view mark. Mm-hmm. And you know, so it's being sent around the world. It's it's easy. It's a, it's also a great evangelical tool. You just send it to somebody, and so 
people were on there going, look, we can see how much money you raised. You got enough. Go ahead and do season two. Yeah. Everybody's like, come on, bring us season two. Don't make us wait on that. <laughs> uh, but uh, Donna's in Prattville. Donna, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Rick and Bubba. Hope hey. y'all are doing great. Thanks. Just wanted to let you know, uh, I don't, didn't know if you were aware of this, but Dallas Jenkins, which is Jerry Jenkins, the Left Behind series guy, his son is who directed this. Really? Okay. I didn't know and, that, no. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he's a friend of my son's. They were out in California together for several years. But anyway, just thought that would be a yeah. – I love the Left Behind series and just thought I'd pass that along. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really, really well done. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, let's go to Sam in Lexington, Kentucky. Sam, go ahead. Morning, Biggins. How are you hanging in there today? Good, man. Good. Hope you're okay. I'm doing good. Hey, listen, um, my mother actually got in a biblical argument with a Southern Baptist minister over Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. And I'm, that's the way I look. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, sorry, com- I wouldn't, I wouldn't compare the chosen to Jesus Christ Superstar. It's, uh, well, yeah. look at it this way. It's the same kind of thing because you said it's got a little bit of humor and people are, are kind of afraid of it or, or they're, they're prudish about it. Well, no. but back in the 70s, uh, my, the minister – Brother York was very, he was all them heathens and stuff, but Mary Magdalene sings that song, I Don't Know How to Love Them, and sometimes we don't. You see where I'm going? Yeah, I just don't like so the comparison. Is, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I know a little right. bit about Jesus Christ Superstar. Please don't see the chosen in that same light. Now, this, this is yeah, a presentation. I, I don't know enough about it yeah, to yeah. even comment on it. Yeah, I, I, I know what it was, but I'm not up on it. Yeah, my grandmother was probably like uh, the pastor. Yeah. She, she wouldn't mm-hmm. let us go anywhere near Jesus Christ Superstar. I don't think that one had the same intention of this. No. Uh, look, this is not what I, all I meant by that was. It's not going to be like the Passion of the Christ. This stays very, very serious, very, very uh, you know intense, and 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 the whole way in, you're just kind of like, man, am I going to? This does offer a a side of of Jesus that we assume was there, uh, because what I liked about it the most, and this is what the person who emailed me that got me to watch it. And others had said, "Hey, look, I emailed you about this a few week, weeks ago." But I'm sorry, I don't. We get 400 emails a day on average, so uh, I may have missed it the first time. But anyway, is I think what they do that is good is I think sometimes we take the disciples and we treat them as if somehow they were another level of human being. Right? They were another level of human being. We can't aspire to see the power of the Holy Spirit on our lives like it was on them. There was something about them we don't have. And all this about making them saints and all this kind of stuff. What this is saying is, no, Jesus went out and he 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 drew to him twelve guys, and they they talk about that. One of the funniest things, one of them's talking about what he does for a living, and the others talking about what he was doing. And some of them are fishermen. And also, one guy goes, "I tell you one thing. He when he went out to pick, he sure did pick kind of a strange bunch. Yeah, because <laughs> they they were kind of like you know they were they were guys from all parts of society, but they were just guys." And what made them special wasn't them; it was Jesus that made them special. Yeah, there's a bunch of good, yeah, right? Yeah. And and so and then it takes on the part that if Jesus Christ said, "I will come off the throne, and I will take on keep my 100 percent deity," I'm now the narrator for the Father. If you see me, you've seen the Father. But I am going to allow myself to be 100 percent man as well. Well, then there would be things, you know, and, and he's dealing with a bunch of human beings. They 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 likely didn't spend their entire time right. always in these solemn moments, right. and it, it takes on life. I mean, I love the fact that they took on. What was it like for Peter to have to leave his wife and go with Jesus? And what what was that like? 
And, um, and Rick, you know, I've often asked the question, you put a bunch of men on the road together, and I know Jesus has a very important role and a limited time to do it, but you put a bunch of men on the road together. There was going to be some clowning going on. And they, they talk and, about all that, yeah. And, and, you and know, I think that's somebody, what Rick's talking about. Yeah. Somebody is going to short sheet Jesus' bed. <laughs> right, right, right. And they're going to walk on the water, let's see if he can get in that. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, you're going to have that and, early and they, on. And they take that on, especially amongst themselves. <laughs> Until yeah. he tells it to unroll itself. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, mm. Yeah, right. I, I, like, I like how the fact that they uh, – they, you got to think about this. I mean, Matthew was hated because oh, yeah, he, he, so, he mm-hmm. sold out to the Romans yeah. to make a bunch of money. And so you would think when Jesus said, "I'm adding him," oh, great! They mm-hmm. took on the fact, hey, they didn't—they're they, like, no, no, we don't want him with us, yeah. right? Because they didn't like him, yeah. And that they take all that on uh, them, you know, cutting up amongst themselves. You don't really think about a lot of those details, right. in, Into relationships because it's not covered, right? And uh, but but there's nothing in it because I watched all eight, eight episodes that I thought that's heresy or that's blasphemy that shouldn't have been done, and I I, I think I. I've I've heard and seen things with Jesus Christ Superstar that does make my spirit uncomfortable. I don't think that's a good comparison to this. I was just making the point that, you know, if you think you're going to see a passion of the Christ. Now, when we get to the crucifixion, it may start getting more like that. Yeah. These first eight episodes are about him starting his earthly ministry uh, and uh, and rounding up the disciples in that process. And uh, I'm telling you, I found it to be worshipful. I found it to be inspiring. Uh, I find it. I find it, it reminded me of the hope that we have uh, during you know times like this. Um, so I, I thought it was great, and I'm thankful that uh, those of you that pointed us to it, and hopefully we can point you to it as well. We'll come back more next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. MyPillow.com. Let me tell you what, right now more than ever, um, being sure you have these MyPillow products, they can be sent right to your home. There's buy one, get one freeze going on right now, including the premium MyPillow. Buy one, get another one for free. Uh, also, mattress topper, which is great, takes the top of your mattress and, and gives you all the, you know, the wonderful comfort that the pillows provide. And your entire bed becomes that way. They're 30% off. They do have uh, beds for dogs. If you want to upgrade your dog's bed, that's 30% off as well. The Giza Dream Sheets, buy one, get one free. Uh, that's available to you. The new the, the new towels and washcloths they have, the, the six-piece set, buy one, get one free. Just go to MyPillow.com, take the promo code Bubba with you, and go in and get your buy one, get one freeze, or get your 30% off and say big. Uh, right now at MyPillow.com and enjoy these wonderful products at, at an outstanding price. Um, all right, so let me ask you now, Speedy, I know you were, the audience felt like you had the highest probability mm-hmm. of being patient zero mm-hmm. here on the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, how how are you? Even over Yeah, how are you handling yeah. life right now? Are you doing anything that would make you, you know, more high risk? High risk or I, you, I don't think so. I mean, I've had to... Um, make uh, some required trips to the grocery store mm-hmm. i've tried to sure. uh and most places I, i'll tell you this um 
Most places I've gone into, they have something to clean your hands going in mm-hmm. and the buggy mm-hmm. and something to clean it coming out. Yeah. And I've noticed that there's also staff mm-hmm. that if you use sh- uh, self-checkout, uh, that as you leave, they disinfect the keypad mm-hmm. and and the little device there uh, before the next person comes what up. What type so, of gloves are you wearing? Uh, I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. just washing my hands mm-hmm. and uh, and Zero. trying to make it work. And it's it's they're quick, you know. I mean, we've tried to stockpile as much as we can, but we realized that we're eating through our stockpile. So mm-hmm. uh, we have to kind of do a little bit better on that. Um, Tyler has not. He's been at school, but he I think is coming back uh, today. So that's going to add some risk. Um, we we apparently have the garage is now the Wilburn's warehouse where it's a workout area. So tell me about speedy fitness. Uh, yep. the boys have, have, have really done everything themselves and, and you, you really can't go anywhere. And so they're trying to, uh, stay in shape in, in the likelihood that baseball season continues on down the road, which I don't know if it will or not, but they're just trying to. So, there, we don't have more than maybe four at a time in there, uh, mm-hmm. but there's, but we're disinfecting. We're trying to spray. Right. So I, I think I'm doing pretty good. I did announce to them that they're the reason why I won the quick poll. Yeah. I said it's because of y'all. So are they staying home pretty good? Or yeah. Yeah. Are they not tearing that sugar up? No. No. I told them no, no, no tearing of sugar up. Right. And uh, and so they. You know, there's some guidelines. Out I, well, that. I, I said that was, that. that's number one. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so they understood that. But mm-hmm. I, Jay, Reese is doing extremely. I mean, he is doing so good. JC gets it. Uh, I, now I don't know about you guys, and Helmsy, I know you have this issue. These these I'm gonna bite my fingernails, people. Oh yeah, I bite I'm gonna I'm gonna chew on them all the time. Worst habit I got. Mm-hmm. This is one habit, okay, that I think might I mean might benefit from the COVID nineteen. Tyler and and JC both are I'm gonna chew my fingernails. Yeah. They, they always have. I'm like, buddy, you look like you're eight and you're twenty three. And so it's kind of helped break him of that. So that's one good thing. Do you chew yours? I, I have. I stopped. I know you look down at yours. Well, because I've stopped uh, a while ago, and I just clipped them. I, I'd never clipped my fingernails before because I used to always bite them. Mm-hmm. So it's a new thing for me to clip fingernails. Right. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not, to. Learn. I'm not a biter. I yeah. neither. I always clip. By the way, it's hard to clip your own fingernails. Uh, it, 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 it's almost like. Toenails are easier than fingernails for some reason. Well, yeah, you get old lefty over there, and you're yeah. trying to. Work. Toenails are harder to bite. You, yeah, Greg, yeah. yeah you got to be very that. loose. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's also easier if you use a toenail clipper on your fingers because they cut better. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did that. yeah. So I think I'm doing good. I mean, I really do. Yeah, I don't, I, now I don't want to. I don't want to mojo myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Uh, I do have to make a trip to help my parents out today. <sighs> So, uh, but I, I think, yeah. But I think I'm, I'm, I'm just going to make the best of zero. It. Yeah, yeah. Mm. what he's doing today will get us all sick. Well, no, it's mm. just I'm doing the same thing I'm doing here. I'm just doing up there. Mm. I'm going to run and. Who are you, Hambo? You, you know, you know the problem. <laughs> let, let me tell you. Uh, let me. That was good. Let me tell you what a handle is for the elderly and most vulnerable. Oh yes. And that is this, uh, the online shopping when it comes to grocery buying. The elderly and who? <laughs> the vulnerable. <laughs> wow. The elderly and the vulnerable. Um, the elderly and the vulnerable. The most vulnerable. And the most vulnerable. It's a hard word to say. And, you know, my mom just uh, she just finished her last chemo I know. treatment. I know. And was about to start radiation, and, and they're not sure about if they're putting that on hold or not, and I think they are. But, you know, they don't need to just run to the grocery store. No. Okay. And so this online stuff, 
because the demand is so great on these grocery stores, mm-hmm. you try to order online and do you, do you have it? Do you not have it? Okay, you have it. Then it, mm-hmm. when you get to checkout, oh, they don't they Back don't order. have it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's it. Can't get it to I'm June. Just, I'm just coming up there, so okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tear up there and. And uh, see if I can't knock that out today. And then we're going to do curbside pickup. I'm not even going in the house. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. here's your groceries. I'm out. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want to get them sick. No, you don't. I went by mom and dad's other day and dropped, of course, dad. Oh, Greg. Good night. Greg, 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 Greg. <laughs> you talk about <laughs> you a guy, heard him. You talk about a guy who can turn the community upside down. <laughs> oh, my keep, goodness. Yeah, my goodness. He, I had, he to, I had to just run out of there. Yes, okay, he, he, I can't believe I'm going to sit here. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I he, he grabs stuff and look at me and go, ooh, like he's putting it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. you know, but, you know, that age group, because they're the yeah. same age, right. they don't like anybody doing anything for no. them. They're well, not used to that. And I'll tell you where my dad is dangerous is he really, I hate to say it, and similar does. He's seventy nine, and I think he's like. If I make it to eighty, I mean, I've kind of made it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's uh-huh. like you know, not, not many people get here. Right. Right. I, I yeah. mean, it's like yeah. I mean, I, I never. To expect, me, that's the magic number. Yeah, I've never, yeah. I've yeah. never I mean, expected, really I've never expected to see the number eighty. <laughs> you know, and uh, so you know, because he has kind of a cavalier attitude. There. Really. First of all, he'd be doing it if he's twenty six. Oh, that's yeah. Somebody, I mean, nah. was, it, yeah. It, this is yeah. everything. Anything like this to dad is stupid. Yeah, mm. everybody else is wrong. He's the only one that actually. He's the knows only what's one that knows exactly what's going on. Yeah, y'all ain't buying that, are you? Yeah, and. Uh, and Helmsy, I know you, uh, you, you're, wow. that boy, you've, uh, you, well, you're, you have the youngest kids of the group. I do, I do. The girls now. Caroline had it. This was strange. Caroline had a birthday this week. Saw that. Happy 13. birthday, happy birthday, Caroline. But it was really different because there was no going out to eat. There was no, no friends, no over. friends over. It was really, really. She rocks people. in the teen years, and Caroline can't have a normal I know, gathering. I know. Somebody called. Somebody said it was a quarantine. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, that's funny. Yeah. I thought that was funny too. Funny. Oh, a little play on words. But so we tried to make the best of that. Amanda made a delicious cake, and uh, it was funny because we had grandparents dropping gifts off at the front porch mm. and overnighting them, uh, you know, via shipping companies. Mm. And so uh, didn't get to see really anybody but us, but it, we made the best of it. It was fun. Now, Brayden, on the other hand, has, <laughs> uh, he's. I've had to remind Braden several times over the last few days, really weeks, that he's not in charge, right? Like of anything, really, right? <laughs> and and, <laughs> and I can't think of one thing you're in charge of, not one. And uh, so we thought, and I get it, because the sisters are thirteen and seven, mm-hmm. and so they're really able to play well together, yep. and they have some fun. There's a you know, Caroline's very motherly to, mm-hmm. to Madeline. She embraces that. They have a lot of fun there. And Braden's, you know, he's got I meant out. Yeah, he's got no one there. And so we Friday, I guess it was Friday, maybe been Thursday. He and I don't I'm not gonna tell every detail of this because I'll get in trouble. <laughs> oh wow, so you're gonna go here a little bit. But um thought, thought, I have two Braden stories. Gold. I have two Braden stories. I thought we were just gonna do the really Xbox. Uh, yeah. We'll get to that one. But so we this were other one's we precious. were we were he wanted to go ride his bike to a friend's house. Oh, he's going there. <laughs> and I said, I, I told Amanda, I said, look, I, I don't know that that's the best idea right now. Mm-hmm. I said, but uh, I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna say he can't like I, I I'm I'm okay with him riding bikes I just don't know if we need to be getting in the habit of going to friends' house we're supposed to be kind of locked down right and so uh, him and his buddy decided we weren't gonna go to house we can we just ride bikes in the neighborhood and I said yes that sounds fine Amanda said yes well there was some. And and you know you I guess you can say all you want to they just don't listen um, hey stay in this little area mm-hmm. 
and stay off these main streets, and you ought to be fine. Well, I guess he forgets that we we have Life 360. We see exactly where you're at. Right. I'm all the <laughs> And so, so glad that wasn't invented when I was a kid. Oh, you, you so Amanda me. had to, this was this was on Thursday. So Amanda had to run gotcha. an errand, and she said she calls me in a panic, and she said, "Hey, go get your son. He's in the middle of Shades Crest." Uh oh. And I said, "Aren't there sidewalks on both sides?" And she said, "Yes, that's the." She goes, "I was screaming at him from the car." Oh, she goes, "I look like some crazy woman." Him and his buddy just riding down, and I'm going to leave him nameless at this point. So she sees him. She sees him. All right, let's let's pause. She tries to get him to— Mama gets you, sees you riding the sidewalks out on the main road. He's in the main road, supposed to be on the sidewalk, (laughs) and and screaming from the window as she has to be somewhere at a particular time, so she can't, like, turn around and chase him and all that. Well, I'm just about a mile and a half away— so that's when I come into action. Oh, no. You're not going to believe where how, I found him. How about, how about when he heard Mama's voice? He probably went, what's that? Uh, like y'all are going to laugh when you figure out, when y'all see where I found him. We'll be back. 15 minutes to the top. Life in quarantine. All the members of the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Uh, the Rick and Bubba Show, we're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG, and that's it. We're all rolling with it now. Talking uh, into everyone's life about uh, life in quarantine with our wives and children. Uh, and Hamzy said uh, when we went to the break that his son and a buddy were riding bikes, getting out and getting a little air there in the neighborhood. When they noticed on Life 360 that they not only had left that area, but then Helmsley's wife sees them uh, riding on some sidewalks in an area that they were not—I uh, guess you, you didn't—you didn't think they understood where they. Sh- you well, thought they, they were. Understood. They, they sh- were actually in the middle of, a, of this street, which is busy. But oh. there are sidewalks. It's I like, you. why are you in the middle of the street? Oh, I see. There's I see. sidewalks. Okay, okay. If you're going to get on the street, there's right. other streets for that that right. we told you you could go on. We didn't right. say you could be on Shadescrest. Well, right. anyway, it was a busy street. Yeah, she's so, doing all this. So she's screaming, screaming yeah. at, at him, busted by your mama, cry, and <laughs> calls me and says, "Hey, go find your son. He's riding in it's places never he doesn't good. need to be riding. Never in. good when they refer to your children as yours. Exactly, it's never good. Your son, go get your son. So I pull up 360. I get in a vehicle and I start to go find him. Well, then I and I see him. He, her screaming at him got him on the streets that he was supposed to be on. Mm-hmm. But I got to notice they were going way far away from the house, and I thought, well, that's that's wow, okay, wow, you're out there. Mm-hmm. And so then it becomes a game to me. I'm going to see if I can sneak up on them and watch them for a little bit and see what they're really doing. Mm-hmm. And so at the time in which I find them, do y'all want to know where I found them? Where drive through at Chick Fil A. <laughs> Uh-uh. On so bicycles, they're, they're, they're in the drive-through. Yes, <laughs> ordering milk, ordering milkshakes. <laughs> so, and I, unless he's listening right now, he doesn't know this part. But I sat there and watched him. I, th- I stayed about two hundred yards away, mm-hmm. one hundred fifty. Did you feel kind of cool doing I that? I did. Yeah. I was, I was, and I was giving Amanda play by. I said, "Hey, I found them." I said, "Guess where they're at?" They drive through the drive-through at Chick Fil A, and uh, getting some and, milkshakes. <laughs> yes, and so I kind of I watched them where they went. I watched them for probably about ten or fifteen minutes, and I did the whole. I texted him, and I said, "Cause he, I saw him stop, and he got his phone out, and I thought, I'm this one will text him, tell him to call me." So he calls me, 
And so we start talking, and I won't get into all that because there were some things said there that I'll just I need to leave out. Right. <laughs> and I basically told him, hey, you, you, it's time to go home. It's time to get head right. head home. And I tell you, let me tell you, at son, this point, he son, doesn't know. Let me tell you right now, give me a frozen lemonade and you meet me at the house. <laughs> <laughs> he right doesn't now. know I'm watching Pick me up him. a sandwich, some waffle fries, and meet me at the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said, I, said, I hey, want look. the 12 nugget. <laughs> and then meet me at the house. <laughs> get to the house. Now, what's funny is I watched him go, and he went completely the longest way possible to well, yeah, the house. because you don't want to come home to your daddy after And that. I didn't. I just let it go. He needed time to eat his food. That's right. Enjoy your milkshake before yeah. you see daddy. Well, then um, the another funny one out of him was I took Saturday. I guess it was yeah Saturday. I took the time to – we have a bedroom downstairs. It's really been a – office and a workout area and that kind of thing and i'm the only one that ever goes in there and so i decided to take all the kids are getting at that age when when nan and papa or mimi and papa come over and somebody needs to spend the night they really need their own room Mm -hmm. sharing a room with one of the kids it's just they've gotten too old for that right so i thought well we'll we'll i'll move everything out of there and we'll get it ready to put like a bed nice bed in there and whatever and so I spend all but like four or five hours. Don't, for, don't forget about my calf, by the way. I can hardly walk. Mm. I get everything out of there. It's a giant table, the, uh, a desk, the treadmill. I take everything off the walls. <laughs> I, I even patch a couple holes from pictures. I'm getting ready to just <laughs> do all this. I mean, I've got it looking good in there. It's clean. There was a safe in there. I moved it to another area. I mean, there is absolutely zero in that room. And I think, okay, it's a good time for me to break. I'm going to take a good long break. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to kick back on the couch for a couple hours. And then I'll get back to doing some of this stuff. In the two hours that I spent (laughs) taking a nap, I didn't know what was going on downstairs. And evidently, and I didn't know we needed one of these rooms. Um, And Amanda didn't know this was going on. Braden, in the two hours that I was upstairs, he turned that room into an Xbox room. Into an Xbox mm-hmm. room. Yes. Funny. Moved a TV in there. Moved the Xbox. He took a, 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 a twin mattress mm-hmm. that he had kind of under his bed for when somebody spends a night or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. He had created it like a almost like a makeshift day bed kind of thing. Mm. I mean, it was real nice. I'll give him credit. He took the giant <laughs> uh, uh, bean bags that we have, put those in there. What I'm about to say next, he took a bunch of sports pictures that he had and put them up. No, he didn't. He made. He took he's pennants. Got them up on the wall. No, listen, listen. Got a ladder. <laughs> he's built a man cave. Hey, got a ladder. He really yes, has. he has. He got a ladder and took these pennants. You know those little pennants, the mm-hmm. baseball pennants yeah. of every team. He has put a hole in every thirty <laughs> no, wait, something. No, he didn't. Yes, <laughs> all the way around the room. All these pennants. Um, he's got a, several pairs of boxing gloves. He's got hung up on the wall. I mean, he's he, made he himself completely transformed the room into an, what he's calling an Xbox room. Which we'd call a man room. He's, so, not, man cave. he's not old enough to need a man cave no, he, yet. You've you, you got to be yeah. a man to have a man cave. So I, I don't to get know away from. any of this is going on, and I'm laying on the couch, and I'm half asleep, and Amanda comes upstairs, and she just looks at me, and she starts giggling, just laughing. I said, what is wrong with you? I knew it was for her to be in that couch. She goes, you, you just, I can't, mm-hmm. you're not going to believe it. Right. You're not going to believe it. And she's laughing, and giggling. it's one of those giggles where – She's like, listen, your son has been working so hard mm-hmm. downstairs the last couple of hours. She goes, now you're not going to believe what he did, and you're going to be very frustrated by it, but I don't need you to blow up right now. Like, he's very proud of this. And <laughs> and I, I don't know. I know we're kind of in a handle here because – and I'm like, what is going on? You still hadn't told me. She goes, he's created an Xbox room. And I said, 
what what do you mean? He put a TV in ecstasy. He goes, no, 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 no. No, he's built a, he's built like, a man cave. It, what you did earlier is no you you're not you're not understanding what's going on down there. And so I went down and looked, and I just kind of I walked. And he didn't see me, but I walked in. I looked around, and I just went back upstairs and got on the couch. I was so defeated. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I think you was, was there let, a side of you though that kind of said that there was that showed yeah. some gumption. Well, and, yeah. and, and now, again, now, like everything you did is you know you got to do again. It goes but, back I mean, to what uh-huh. I said earlier. I'm having to remind him that he is he's not in charge of anything. Right. Um. And so I I, I just had to kind of down the ball on this one because he worked so hard, and I will give him credit. It is tougher for him right now than it is the girls because they're kind of playing and sure. he's, they get on his nerves like no other. Right. I mean, it is. Well, yeah. And so uh, I just kind of let him have his space. So for right now, it's I guess we're just going to consider it an Xbox room. Well, you Didn't know, know I'd ever have. How an about Xbox this room. for the quarantine? That's, at least have it, it for the quarantine. Yeah, let him have it. Yeah, I, right I, now. yeah. I was wondering. I, I I saw a trend. There was a person that was like a friend that was, and they had been quarantined. They were coming from one quarantine. They were coming by. And I saw one of my sons do some sort of transaction, and then the guy went on, and I said, "What? What was that?" And he said, "Oh, I just sold the Xbox One." And I said, <laughs> "I said, wait, wait a minute, come here. Wait, what?" He goes, "Well, you know, we've never really used it." And I said, "But, but, I, but I bought that. I mean, yeah. I mean that, that, I'm the one who bought that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, y'all got that yeah. for like Christmas for or me? for a birthday or something. Yeah, the profit margin's really good if you didn't pay for it. To yeah, begin sure. Yeah, I said, I said, I know we're in Thunderdome. Who was right he, now. Danny Parker? Yeah. Well, you know, he looked at me. He said, Well, Dad, look, all my jobs and stuff been canceled. I, 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 I'm not working right now. Are, are you selling our stuff out of the house? <laughs> Have you now started a business of things you don't think we use anymore? You're selling Funny. in the driveway. And, uh, and I said, what, what kind of deal did you get on it? I wish I'd have known that. I, I, I bought another one for Braden's room. <laughs> right. Yeah, didn't you crash the other one? You break yeah. up? Oh, yeah. If you needed an Xbox One, undoubtedly we have one available. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Golly. Yeah. Mm. Just come through the circle, drive through, transaction, and go. <laughs> oh, All right, top goodness. of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport uh, Rick and Bubba, your voice of quarantine. Uh, we'll take your phone calls to start the hour. If you want to get in, Stretch Armstrong, Rick and Bubba University student, uh, is taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available and we will talk to you coming up. So we're going to phones to start the hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, also all in the mix. And welcome back for a brand new hour, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here and glad to be quarantining with all of y'all. Yeah, and looking at some of the things, uh, Dr. Fauci, is that how you say his name? Fauci? Close enough. Dr. Fauci. 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 Dr. Fauci. He's a feisty little fellow. Package. He says that uh, he believes that the early coronavirus travel restrictions from China and Europe are going to go a long way to pre- prevent the U.S. from becoming another Italy. So he's he he is uh, making that comment that that was a very very important move. Uh, and so does President Trump think that because he, he tells you every time, and he's right. But yeah. he loves to tell you that Congress is still working on the stimulus package because we have two things that are being destroyed: people's lives and our economy. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to find a way to balance all this so we can recover when we get on the other side of this. So that's being talked about. We've already discussed that. 
Uh, and uh, and also Trump saying, and Bubba mentioned this early on, but just updating those of you that may just now be joining us, he's going to make a decision after 15 days on whether the country could reopen. Uh, we cannot let the, the, the cure be worse than the problem itself, and we may reopen the country and just concentrate on the highly populated hot spots on the res- very restrictive uh, quarantining and kind of let the rest of the country go back to business. Now, again, if these drugs can prove to help, that would be a much easier decision because it's much easier to manage if you can go, okay, when you get it, here's what we do, and mm-hmm. you're, you're well in six days. Then right. you're treating it just like any flu. Right. Uh, but uh, So we'll see. But we'll go to the phones. Let's start with Jennifer out of the Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. Jennifer, thank you for your patience, and welcome to Rick and Bubba. Good morning, fellas. How are y'all? Good. Doing great. Doing great. Rick, this is for you. I'm just checking to see if you have been in contact with Frenchie and his family, see how they are holding up during all this. Yeah, you know, Sherry and uh, and Frenchie's mom, they they at one time were Skyping once a week because Sherry's working. That's how we met this family. You know, Sherry's learning French and is working with, uh, with uh, his mom, who is helping her. Uh, and they've been working through, you know, the Gospel of John. As a matter of fact, you know, and Frenchie's mom made a decision for Jesus, which was fantastic. But anyway, it was for an upcoming trip that Sherry and I have scheduled uh, into a church in Montreal in the fall. And so Sherry's learning as much French as she can to go, you know, if you can present the gospel in somebody's own language, there's no doubt it's more effective. But anyway, so uh, so they have been in touch, and they've stopped their Skyping because they're quarantined. And she said, now my kids are home, which includes Frenchie. Uh, from school, and they live in kind of rural France, a small community in France, so they're not in one of the highly populated areas. So as far as uh, as, as we were updated last, they're doing fine. Great, great. So thanks. Right. And I've had other people thanks, email guys. me about Frenchie and all that, so thanks for asking that question. Okay. But they seem to be doing fine. Uh, let's go to Dallas and Warrior. Dallas, go ahead. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I appreciate uh, you guys uh, focusing on some other topics this morning. So I just wanted to comment a little on the VidAngel and the Chosen. Um, so uh, on VidAngel, those guys they actually started out kind of like Redbox, where you could um, you could rent movies, like new releases, you know, yeah. from them, and then they would filter them. But they got in trouble apparently with the uh, some of the big the big guys in Hollywood, like Disney and a couple of the other ones. So Correct. they kind of had to scale back on their content, and uh, we use them for. We still, you can still get movies on there, you know, because you link it to your Amazon Prime and you link it to your Netflix. You can get Netflix content, you can get Showtime, HBO content, filter all that. So, we've been using them for quite a few years and love it. Have um, you seen Have you seen The Chosen yet? Uh, we have, and and I was actually going to comment on that. I'm, I, you know, obviously a, a good break from talking about the quarantining and all that good stuff. But uh, the me and my wife were talking about the interaction, you know, of the actor, you know, portraying Jesus with the children. Yeah, that's great. And it's just something that, you know, you, you, you watch all these other movies that portray Jesus and he's, you know, he speaks with a British accent and he's real proper and prim and even to the, even to the kids. And it was just really refreshing, you know, just watching how this guy interacted and just to think about how Jesus really would, would have been with the children, you know? Yeah. And it, the way it's set up and the way it's put together, the, that human side of the disciples and you know, God allowed himself to experience the human side as well, uh, I thought was really well done. And, and again, I, I saw nothing in the eight episodes that I watched that was heresy or blasphemous. I, I thought it was really well done. I didn't either. And, in fact, I'm, I'm recommending it to my, my pastor and my church body, too. I think, I think it was very well done. Yeah. Thanks, Dallas. Thanks, I appreciate Jack. that. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, we continue. Chuck in Cincinnati, Ohio. Chuck, how you doing up Natty? 
Hey guys, uh, yeah, we're on lockdown here, and uh, I'm part of a gospel track printing organization, and they're shutting us down, so mm. it's taking a big hit on us right now. But uh, the chosen thing, I watched some of the clips. I appreciate the info. I wasn't sure who was doing that, but the clips were great, especially the feed the fish scene. Oh yeah, he was in the boat. Oh yeah, looking at Jesus, and they kind of shrug at each other like, "Well," you know, and then all of a sudden the boat tips over. So I mean, there's some. I'm glad you guys told me that. I, I wasn't sure if it was a Mormon thing because sometimes they slip those through on YouTube. So no, they do. Yeah, and that was when I first heard about it. I'll be honest. I guess you know. I guess doing this job over this many years has made me cynical, and I don't want to become jaded. But the first thing, first time I was sent to, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. This is gonna be here like this is gonna be like everybody trying to get me to read the shack, you know. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but uh, but but it was nothing like that. And uh, if you stay with that, I don't know if the whole clip shows this, but when Peter. What scripture says he did, when he goes drops at Jesus's feet after that and 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 says, "Forgive me, for I'm a sinful man." Um, yeah, man, that's powerful. It really no, is. It is powerful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just feel the emotion there. Yep. So uh, it's great. So uh, you hang in there, and I appreciate you, man. And uh, like yeah, you say, you it's a, it, you it, it's affecting everything, uh, and the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Ham Bone, we understand that you were sent home a day after talking to us. <laughs> Bone, how are you? What's up? <laughs> they ran you out of PC, didn't they? Yeah, we got down there. Uh, we got down there Friday morning and uh, get on the beach for a good four or five hours, get a little red, and uh, get in the elevator that evening. And I see a big sign that says, uh, "As of seven p.m. tonight, all beaches will be closed." Did they refund you, Pine Straw? Do you get a <laughs> refund on that? No, I called the guy, I rented through, and uh, he was like, "Man, he's like, you know, he's like, you know, I, I can't lose money right now." He said, "But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you three nights stay in the summertime." Yeah. He said, "I'm just gonna go ahead and give you that," and I was like, "Man, that's perfect." I was like, "We come down here anyways." Yeah. I was like, you know, that'll help out, you know. Yeah, because I I knew the Alabama beaches were closing, and they were even patrolling those, and I was wondering because yeah. I because I've got a, a place booked in uh, mid June. And I keep getting updates for them, and they were telling me the beaches were open, but I, I knew that was just going to be a matter of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I tell you, I tell you this though: a lot of people down there, like we ran into nothing but a lot of families in Panama City. We wasn't running into no like there wasn't a lot of there wasn't no parties or anything. But like I was telling y'all Friday, what my wife was running into, a lot of people on the beaches was like, you know, like I sent y'all the video in the in the email. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you everybody was staying away from each other. Like when we got on the elevators. If somebody was already on the elevator, people was actually being courteous and not get on the elevator with you. Yeah. So you know, I, I don't, I don't know if that's going to become the norm that we run into, you know, yeah. from here on out. Yeah. Can we go back right. because I think we'll always feel a tendency, <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to yeah. social distance from this day forward. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. We need a little more of that, but uh, especially th- an elevator. Thanks, Hambone. Appreciate that update. And uh, yeah, that that's uh, that's a tough one. Uh, but I mean, you you got to do what you got to do. You know, I saw one guy though, which is good for people who hunt. And this guy has has killed deer, and now he's already sent us a turkey with his Rick and Bubba hunting hat on. Yeah, and oh, he yeah. said the ultimate social distancing. I'm out in the woods turkey hunting. Yeah, yeah. I'm not near. I'm not near anyone. <laughs> Dale in Alabama. Dale, go ahead. Dale. Hey guys, how are y'all? Good, Great. Dale. Bring it in. Hey Dale. Hey guys, I've been, I've, y'all, I heard y'all talking about the chosen. I was just gonna come in on it a little bit. Now I was just like you guys when I first started watching it. I was like, oh lord, where's this going to take us? Because there's a lot of families. Uh, but I think we're missing the overall bigger picture. Is you know, it's about a couple. Both of them sin, but the main, the main story is trying to tell is, you know, sin. In my opinion, in my interpretation of the Bible, Jesus says all sin is the same. 
He's what? trying to get her to ask for redemption. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. As, we're, we're, as he did. Yeah, we're all equal at the foot of the cross. And yeah, the, the, the message that I think you can't take away from Jesus, and they didn't because he actually makes this comment, is, is Jesus' message, John the Baptist's message, Jesus' message was repent. And, uh, and I think sometimes if you take repentance out of the gospel, it then ceases to be the gospel. It is loving, it is grace, it is mercy, it is faith, but it's a call to all of us to repent. And God is saying, here's the good news, if you repent, I will forgive. You got a way out. Yeah, yep. and uh, and so that was in- included. Now, look, this thing of all sin is equal in equal need of redemption is correct, but all sins are not equal based on earthly repercussions. Right. You know, like like I heard uh, Steve Gaines say one time. You know, a uh, pastor at Bellevue, if if I stole your pack of bubble gum out of your car, that's sin. But if I shot you. They're both they're both in equal need of redemption, but one of them has a much bigger impact right. on the earthly repercussions yep. than the other, and 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 sometimes the earthly repercussions are not the same. But yes, yeah, sin and its need of redemption, no matter how small, which was the point that Jesus was making, is it can't be done without God's grace and mercy, and me fulfilling all requirement because you'll never do it, and then offering offering that requirement to you for you to stand redeemed if you repent. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six, we be big. Joseph out of Birmingham, Alabama. Listen to us on 104.7 WZZK. Joseph, you had a question? Go right ahead. Howdy, fellas. Hey, buddy. So with this coronavirus shutdown and scare, you know, we have a runoff election on the 31st here in our state between Jeff Sessions and Tommy Tuberville. Yeah, they've already moved this. They've already, this they've already oh, moved they did? Yeah. Okay. They've moved it. So they, much, they, they moved it into July. Yep. Oh wow! Yeah. All right. Thanks again. Yep. So Have there you go. Bye-bye. And uh, we'll hopefully be in a much much better situation then. Hopefully. Well, we hope so. Yeah. All right. All right mm-hmm. So we were talking about this deal that's happening. There's so many things that are happening with this pandemic. So I, I'm over the weekend. I, I get this email. Uh, hey Rick, and I won't tell you who it is. Hey, I'm I'm part of a local church in Phoenix City, Alabama. We have a situation with one of, our, one of our local churches. They have a mission group in Zambia, and the borders have been closed. They're trying to get some help to get home. I know you and Bubba know people in our government and was hoping if you could ask any of them if they could be able to help and send the information and all that. So, I mean, all I could do was, was go and, and reach out to some of the folks in Congress that we know. But, you know, it's um, the problem is even if they tell you to come home, which, which happened, uh, the flights all got canceled. They're out of out of Africa, out of Zambia. They couldn't get any flights. They kept trying to get flights and get flights and get flights, and the flights didn't exist. You know, because things are shutting down, including I guess a lot of the the airports. And how about they're stuck in Zambia uh, and they're trying to get home, and nobody can really figure out how to get them home. They they did talk to um, someone with the in our government, and I, I won't give a title because I'm afraid if I give the title, I'll give it wrong. <laughs> but they're trying to talk. We have an embassy there they're trying to talk to. But they said one of the people in the government they talked to said, look, we love you. Uh, we want to help you any way we can. You know, we got a lot going on here right now yeah, in, in our yeah. own country, and you need to prepare to stay there three to four months. Mm. And, so, and, and they're like, three to four months? And whoa. I mean, where, where are we going to, to you know, because – How many I'm, are there? I don't know. It didn't say. It didn't say I'd be the group. Uh, you know, know, Trump said if you're an American, you can get back. You may be quarantined when you get here. 
Um, but the question is, how do I get you? No, no flights going on. We've had a military rescue or two around the world. Can't do that everywhere. Got to have permission. Got to have landing strips. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure the State Department is is working on that kind of stuff right now. But uh, you you have to realize the the difficulty in some of that. Well, I passed it on because when I did talk to some of the people that we know, they said the quickest way is not. And I didn't know this, but he said. Uh, the State Department doesn't like a scatter pattern. Right. They don't mm-hmm. want you to pelt them with representatives all over the place. They want to hear from your representative. Because it probably confuses the process. Right. And and so I, I told them who their representative was, and they said you need to work through his office. It's Mike Rogers. Work through his office now directly to the embassy there in Zambia, and then that's probably the cleanest route. Right. But that doesn't mean it's going to be resolved because right. the fact that you can't get any planes out – and like Bubba said, certainly we have an option to send military planes in, but we can't just be doing that for everybody who gets stuck anywhere and can't get home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and you know, we're not talking about around the corner. It's one thing to go down in Mexico and get somebody off the beach yeah. than to go to yeah. Zambia. Yeah, even uh, Central America. I mean, we're right, in right. flying distance. Uh, right. Zambia, if you if you look at it on the map, Rick, it's. It's toward the south. It's kind of in the, the lower third, kind of in the middle, landlocked. So, and I don't know what our political affiliation is with them. I don't know what the airfield situation is. But I'm sure they'll try to get them out if they can. But uh, don't know right now. Well, I mean, you, you, a plane can't take off in Zambia that would be big enough to carry any group, I assume a C-130 or something like that. And fly all the way to the United States. They're going to have to make multiple refueling stops. Do you realize how far? Who, who where can they do that? How can mm-hmm. they do it? You know, the cost involved. Do you realize how far Zambia is? Rick, it's, it's, yeah. you can't get much further. Yeah. yeah. So it's a long way. So look, we're getting the word out there. We've yeah. got a mission trip to Zambia, stuck in Zambia. People that need to know in our government, they know. Mike Rogers knows, I yeah. assume, right? Well, I assume. Now, because the last I told them was. Uh, the the representative I talked to said you need to get Mike Rogers your rep on it and let them. So sta- they're, they're from the, that the quote area. Was the state where are they from? Does, doesn't like popcorn. Yeah, where are yeah. they from? They're from Phoenix City, Alabama. Okay. Uh, well, we'll we'll try to make sure Mike Rogers knows about that. Right. Today. I'm sure he does already. Right. Yeah. But we'll double check because I, I uh, my sister. You know, I love when people start pulling our sister into it, Greg. You know, and so What's my time? my sister's like, look, I have been told by billions of people. She's exaggerating, of course, but tons of people <laughs> to send you this. Do you know about it? And when I looked, I, there was a side of me. I kind of started feeling kind of because they got real excited. It looked like all over social media. Hey, Rick and Bubba know now. Rick and mm-hmm. Bubba know. Right. And uh, Rick and Bubba, I don't think can, can get you out of Zambia, but we'll try. I mean, well, well, I, I, I don't, think they. I think we're doing done the, it before. I think but, we're doing the job they want. Okay, we're, we're talking about right, it. Yeah. It's it's people. That don't know, know now. Yeah, mission trip out of Phoenix City, Alabama, Zambia, stuck, can't get back. Okay, that that's Let's it. See if we can get and, and, and Bubba's trying to let Mike Rogers know because because uh, he he kind of came from our part of the world. Oh yeah, yeah. See, look, see what's happening. Yeah. Right yeah. So so we're doing the best we can. He's churning, yeah, doing the best we can, and uh, and working on that. By the way, for those of you that you know, I started testing. If we get to Thunderdome, I did a little test Friday. I told you that I messed up and came home while my wife is in the <laughs> middle of gardening. Yeah. And I was I was set on a pine straw run. Tried it, just tried it because you know I just I just left you know the office, and the guy walks out and he says, "Yeah, a lot of folks doing gardening now." I said, "Yeah, I bet your pine straws are pretty high demand." Sure enough, sure is. I said, uh, "How many rolls of toilet paper for 
about 10 bales of that pine straw. Hmm. I was just seeing, you know, have we gotten to that point yeah. yet? Can I can I bargain with toilet paper? Yeah. And uh, I was turned down. He he went straight cash homey. Okay. But but I but I tried it. You know what I mean? I yeah. I, okay, I thought to myself, can toilet paper be currency? I will report to all of you as far as where I live, not yet. But I tried it. I tried to trade toilet paper for the pine straw. And mm, he said he said straight cash on Cool. So So I mean I tried it. I want to see where we were. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is your number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. The two sexiest fat men alive. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. How about you? Come on. I was sleeping with a loaded gun. I was scared of all the things I've done. Yeah, I know I'm not the only one. All right, only so we, uh, we make our right, way back. It's all right. It's all right. It's, it's all right, right now. I was content, content, content. I know a lot of us are looking for things to do, looking for things you're, as you're quarantined. And uh, you certainly go to rickandbubba.com, all sorts of content. We've got podcasts for you every day, so you can get the entire show on your time, things you don't normally hear live. You also can go to our YouTube page. There's a, a ton of things there. Uh, we've got multiple uh, uh, Bible studies for the last three and a half years for the Wednesday Bible study. You have a new one this week, uh, so that's available to you. Uh, also, my wife, uh, Sherry, her book is now on audio. It's out now, Bronner, A Journey to Understand. A lot of you have been uh, listening to her narrate uh, that book to you. That's a great new source. It's got a bonus chapter uh, that the printed book did not have, kind of some updates and things like that. So that's available to you at BurgessMinistries.com. There's all sorts of messages and things that you can look at there or listen to. And, of course, uh, TheManChurch.com. Uh, you, you can, you know, if you if you had to break up your small group, and you're like, okay, we can't meet together. Well, the cool thing about the curriculum that we put together at themanchurch.com is you can send the link of the study guides and the link to the videos uh, to you, the guys that are in your group, and you can guy, remotely still be having your, your discipleship time together. Uh, just go to themanchurch.com. Also, there's books and other resources available for individuals if you want to do that. And coming up again this Wednesday... Uh, our partners with themanchurch.com, YM360, will have youthgroupathome.com again this Wednesday. That means that whatever your kids would normally do on a Wednesday night, they give you a, a youth group at home. You can do it in your home with the message and study guides and all kinds of things to do. Just put that website down, youthgroupathome.com, and they'll do that again on Wednesday. So there you go. You know, We're just having to adapt. It's a new way. Hey, it's a new life now. And you know, we're playing a lot of board games at the house, and Sherry and I, had, you know, the, the boys that are living at home with us, they just won't um, – they, they refuse to not be on the same team. So I end up having to be on the same team with Sherry, which I love. Mm-hmm. But but Sherry and I, you know, sometimes you know, we have both have strong personalities and really? and can be a little com- competitive. And, uh, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, we get into – sometimes I think that, like, like, you know, I didn't like how Sherry's attitude toward me when we played, you know, Pictionary, that she didn't think I could draw very well, which I can't. But <laughs> but but it's like uh, I feel like sometimes she's not as encouraging to me as I wanted to be right, in the right. board games. So, but, but the boys have been waxing us until we played Code Names. Oh. Uh, well, Sherry and I, buddy, we rose like the phoenix from the ashes <laughs> on Code Names. And we waxed. Well, how do you play that? 
Three games to one. Hey, three games to one. It really should have won the last one. If I'd paid attention to the board better, according to Sherry, we would have gone 4 and up. But, What's but, code names? All right, so code names. How I'm about not, I have trouble paying attention to board games? You don't want this I'm, one. Yeah. I'm from the electronic era. You know, I, I yeah. want to look at a screen. I, I got it's, uh, it, it's a struggle for me. Code names goes like this. So you picture five by five. You take cards five by five. Like Greg and I are a team, and and uh, I'm sorry, you, Speedy and I are a team, you and Greg are a team. Right. All right, right. so there's code names. You lay out these cards, see them here, and those cards are five by five. Okay. And they all have one word I'm on them. You see that? Mm-hmm. One word on it. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I, 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 I you can be on our You're alternative. <clears throat> this is the, this is the kind of, These are the kind of things that this said at our house. That's right, why right. I said it. Oh, oh, yeah. I guess I'm not. But playing. the good news on this one is your team can have two, three, or four people yeah. on it. Right. But, but so, so it doesn't matter. You got two teams. So <laughs> now, now with these words you see here on YouTube laying out there, so now it's my turn, and I'm looking at Speedy, and I'm looking down at the card that tells me which one of those words, the blue team or the red team, which ones belong to the blue team because we're the blue team. Bubba and Greg are the red team. So I've, I can look on these squares, and that's where you can mess up, and I see the way the squares are laid out, which one of those words belong to us. So let's say, like, you see, let's say that, um, and I can only use one word clues. I'm looking to see if I could try If you can go for two, that's huge. Which is hard to do because you know you could. All right, all right, okay. Pick forest down there. All right, here, how here, would that work? Here's what I would do, Speedy. I want you to look at that those words and oh, listen. No. And, and I'm gonna say these two were blue, and I were to look at you and I were I was to say animal. I'd scream fish. Okay. No, Speedy would scream fish. Right? Yeah, is there a fish? Yeah, fish would be one. What else? I see a dog up there. Okay, what else? Uh, I can't read it. I see. I can't. Mm-hmm. My side is bad. I mean. Well, I mean, how are we how are we looking at dinosaurs? See, that's where I would have messed up. Yeah. I, I oh, we got to see a horse top horse, left. Yeah. My thing was, I would have gone for three penguin. Uh-huh. If fish, if fish, dog, and horse were ours, I would have gone with animal and tried to see if I could go for a three, which is almost impossible because most likely horse might belong to the red team or might be a non-play. Some okay. of them are just blank. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful if you try to go for multiples and you hadn't looked the board over really good. I might give you a point by accident. You know, because the words might be related so much that my guy calls out one of yours too. So it's one word clues, wow. and you keep on playing until you miss and don't and don't get one, or you give a point to the. You other have team. a time frame that you're having to answer these. Well, there we go. Oh, now, okay. now you're uh-huh. open to controversy. We got an hourglass here. What are we doing? <sighs> it clearly says plastic hourglass yeah. always works. Yeah, yeah. It, it clearly says in the rules: go to the hourglass if you think the other team's taking too long. Oh wow! Oh. It doesn't do it like every time. Okay. So what'll happen? Is they that, include one though. Yeah. What happens is you see the board. That's what we're looking at. If you're the guy giving the clues. Okay. Yeah. And you're seeing which one. Oh, those I words. go to the hourglass immediately. Yeah, oh, I know. Wow. And that's what happens. We start going to the hourglass too quick, and people start saying, "Wait a minute! Now you're taking too long." <laughs> and uh, so it, it. But you have to be careful <laughs> because if you don't pay attention to the board, like where I, I the only game we lost is I looked at the where the colors were mm-hmm. and I didn't count my rows right and mm-hmm. I actually gave the clue to one of theirs. <laughs> okay. And they got a point okay. and and I mean we were three and zero, honey. I mean it's not. Why are we so upset about losing one game? We yeah. still we still beat. <laughs> yeah. You go to the Hall of Fame. Well, man. we could have gone undefeated yeah. if you'd pay attention to the board. Oh, yeah. I know. You'd I, put the you'd put the backup players in there. Yeah. Y'all weren't focused. I know. But we we waxed them. We couldn't we couldn't hang with them. Waxed. Yeah, them. it was it was funny too because the way they were giving clues has a lot to do with their pop culture. <laughs> like they would name a word, and I'm like, how did y'all know that? And this is what it says. Here's what happened every time. It clearly says. It clearly clearly says. 
You can only say one word clearly. That's not even up for debate. Guys. Okay. Not even up for debate. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's my turn. Brody. Brody. Tom Cruise. Hey, buddy. It's two. That's two words. Well, Tom Cruise is one name. It says one word. word. You can't say Tom Cruise for actor. Can't say it. I mean, <laughs> and, uh, and it's, it's like uh, no, that, that's one word. How you get to Tom Cruise's one word? Now y'all are in our house. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. How you coming up? That's clearly two words. But his name is one trademark. I was like, it doesn't say give one trademark. It says one word. That's Hello. two words. Oh, Tom, hey. I think Tom Cruise should be counted as one word. In what universe? <laughs> there's a, Rick, there's a, there's a gap between Tom and Cruise. There's two different yeah. words. One's yeah. his first space, name, one's his last name. A space name. means yeah. the clues over. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then it it's would, either Tom or it's Cruise. Oh, no, you'll, you'll, you'll love this one. Uh, what was it? He did a phrase. Uh, like... Uh, like say, let's say we look down. He said it because I can't remember what it was. Um, like he'll do a sentence. Like it looks maybe the word will say market. Okay, Brody, uh, I'm on the way to hey, one word. <laughs> <laughs> this little piggy went to one word. You can't say this little piggy went somewhere. That's a phrase. No, it's all one thing, Dad. It says <laughs> one word. You can't say this little piggy went to the. No. That's a lot of words. It's a lot. You're doing phrases now. And uh, so so we, we got in their head a little bit, and we won. We needed to bounce back. We did not do well in the other games. Which ones? Let's see. We really, really struggled, which was not like us, because we used to do pretty good in that. We struggled in Pictionary. That just went terribly. See, I love Pictionary. That, that went terribly yeah. south. Nobody will play Clue anymore because Sherry says I trash talk too much. So we can't You're we trash can't. talking with Clue. Yeah, yeah. She said I'm not any fun to play Clue because I claim I'm the best one. Oh, and then yeah. I'll say things like, well, I'll tell you one thing. Y'all better get it here because I'm about to get it. Mm. And, I, and, I, and I win Clue a lot, and it, and it bothers her. She didn't like that. Mm. Okay. And uh, and Ooh. then what was the one? How about I've never had a game. Be careful who suggests games to you. Yeah. I had some – well, I better be nice. <laughs> some person. <laughs> Suggest and Sherry just grabbed it off the shelf one day. Catan. I don't know. What As in Chris, just don't even. It doesn't matter because y'all ain't Mr. gonna play. Peepers. <laughs> I literally told Sherry it was unpacked out of the box, and after about the fifty-fifth portion of the game was taken out of the box, I said, "Baby, I'm gonna save some time. Just put everything back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> put it back. Yeah. I said, too, too complicated. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. She began to roll out uh-uh. the, yeah, the, the the directions." Went on for pages and pages and pages, and I just said, "Baby, put it back in the box." I love you so much. Just put it back in the box. You're looking at the birds. Yeah, yeah just hey, just just put it back in the box. <laughs> I mean, literally, it's brand new. If anybody wants it, I guess Brody will sell it this week out in the driveway. <laughs> uh, because it, it, how about this? It is, it is no, no way our family takes on Catan. No way. I mean, it, it just, it just cannot happen. It just, we are not Catan people. Just a little too detailed, a little oh, uh, lengthy, everything. Oh, speedy. Yeah. It, it, you know what? It, picture this. It's, it's, look at all that. Uh-huh. Bubba, please look at the board. Look at all that. Good yeah, gracious. I mean, I'd rather play chess. I, I mean, you, know? you yeah. can't even. So what was it? Pictionary we got beat real bad in, and then it was a game that we normally do well in, and we and we didn't do well. Oh, name five. We usually do well in names. Huh. And uh, <laughs> it was um, it all kind of went south in name yeah. five. I think they got Sherry shook a little bit. She just starts shouting out things that don't even part of it. Mm. You know, you How'd get, you handle that? Well, I knew how it would be handled. 
because when the game ended, I know I knew whose fault it was. <laughs> that even her, even what she did was somehow my fault. You know what I mean? Well, you, you pressure me. You kept pressuring me. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, Son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces. Knowing what the car Well, the gambler went on in, Greg. He did, Rick. 81. Kenny Rogers passed away at the age of 81 years old. He went on in. Kenny Rogers, when we were like growing up, was huge. Yes, he I was. mean, you didn't yeah. get no bigger than Kenny oh, Rogers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he crossed genres, too. I mean, he oh, was yeah. country, he was top did it 40, all. had a little all of it. Started out country? first edition. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you, did you see the picture that Andy Andrews put out? Because, because we had him on Rick and Bubba University this past weekend. And he he was the opening act for Kenny Rogers, and I, you know, Kenny looked. Of course, this when he he owned it. Oh yeah. And Andy Andrews, I wasn't prepared for. How I he wasn't either. I was long not, hair. I was not prepared. Andy? Yes, yes. Oh, I, yes. See that. I was not prepared. <laughs> I was for how he looked. <laughs> a, I wonder if this means not Kenny Rogers. Is he gone too? Uh, you know, no, the, not, no, no, no. No, he's still. Okay. I, I, I thought about that and looked, and he's good. Oh, not Kenny Rogers. He's even more popular yeah. now. Please look, right. please look, look, look that Andy. Bubba. That's look at, Andy Andrews. Please look, Bill Bubba Bus. <laughs> wow, <laughs> look at Andy Andrews right Man, there. He's got the 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 angel wing haircut. <laughs> he has got it. It kind of looks like Kenny Rogers' ugly first wife. <laughs> okay, Bubba. Now that you mention it. <laughs> You got to know when to hold them. But but over the weekend, so the boys, of course, didn't know who Kenny Rogers was. Yeah. So, you know, it's all we do now at the house is, you know, you're spending so much time with everybody. So we cover Kenny Rogers. And I got to tell you, I forgot. Look, you you get into, you pick the fine time to leave me Lucille and Ruby taking her love to town. The coward of the county. Uh, uh, Greg, Ruby, don't take your leave. Uh, Greg, Greg, for God's sake, turn around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Are you familiar with the – this goes right down that line with Dolly Parton. There's one of the channels that Betty watches. She – they are showing movies based off Dolly Parton songs, and they have done a whole series of them, wow. and they're all tragically sad. <laughs> Is this the one that includes the coat of many colors? Oh, not that all one. Of that You're stuff. talking about that same oh, family that's about three of them. Ricky Schroeder's her dad. <laughs> that's it. That's horrible. <laughs> no, you're right. But they're, they've done entire movies based on the song, which you yeah. have to you have to assume a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But uh, I saw Betty was watching that this weekend. I said, what is this? Mm-hmm. I mean, is it not sad enough? Oh, I've seen that one. When everybody makes fun of her coat of many colors. Oh, yeah. oh, no, I mean, there's a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. I saw one last night about the dog. That had a spot on it, Ty. What was the name of that <laughs> no, song? I, I forgot. Sherry and I uh, sang Allen's in the Stream for Apple the kids. Applejack or something? Oh, what was nice, right? yeah. What was that dog's name? Applejack or something? I must have missed Bubba, that. we don't know about Applejack. But, <laughs> I'm telling you, there's, there's a Dolly song about it. But, and they that. made an entire movie, basically. You know how we're all bored to tears at home? Mm-hmm. And so, we, it, and it's not like you don't cover the things you need to because there's plenty of time. Those things are covered quick and, and to the point. Then you get into there's still time left. You know, and so there it is, Code of Many Colors. There it is. That and rip your heart out. There there's a whole, Greg, there's a whole series. Oh, of I know. This, this of one network family. is done. It's and Dolly you just keep when she coming was little. To, yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. Ruby. 
take don't your, take your love to town. But anyway, so we were going through all that and trying to, of course, the boys had no interest in it whatsoever. And so then that started. Guys, the things we're coming up with at home right now, so we, we have these four chairs that sit around two facing each other, two on this side, two on that side. So we all got our phones out and got our <laughs> playlist out, and we were doing – like everybody would vote on whether the song you're playing beats the one that was played before. Right, so, right. for instance, like Brody would take his playlist and he'd go, I'm doing one of my songs, I'm holding it up. And so we'd listen to it and it'd go for a few seconds, Dad. And then I would I would now counter that with a song off my playlist. Okay. And then everybody would say, Dad's song is better, we're moving on. And then my song will stay alive, Sherry pulls her up. Either I'll defeat her song and keep going. And who has the greatest the greatest playlist in the house whose whose playlist is the greatest now i like that but mm-hmm. did you ever get did you ever get the two boys to go against each other because see mine would always side with each other so it would yeah. be tough to win right no no mine are willing to vote against each other they are oh, okay <laughs> two different tastes right, right. Yeah. and boy their taste are brody brody slightly it's like brody Brody's playlist consists of the same band playing different songs. And he gets tired of me saying that. <laughs> Brody, it's like you like one band. No, dude, these are multiple bands. I said, they sound like the same band. <laughs> I said, you just have one band you like, and you just, they all play a bunch of songs. It's one band that it's not. I knew you were going to say that. And we start that. And then you don't ever know what's going to come off Big Love side. You ain't got no idea. Really? I mean, it's all over the no, road. No, he, had, uh, no, he played some song that was about somebody says they're a cow and they go moo or something. It, it was the craziest. Some hip hop song about moo, wow. and I was like, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life." And that song will not win. And um, I tell you, I, I, I was I was hard to beat. I mean, really? well, because you know sometimes you, you know you, you are just, they scared to vote against you? No, or they oh, love no, it? they would love to vote okay. against you. All right, I just didn't know how they were. And you know, matter of fact, one time I broke the old house down with Terry Jack Seasons in the Sun. Watch out. <laughs> Don't bring that one out. Everybody was trying to go, who's got the saddest song on their playlist? I mm-hmm. said, Well, I got this, it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody's coming in all saying, boom, 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 boom. Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. King, 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 king. <laughs> boom, boom. Oh, okay. Why did we have that record? We I think we might play that record. Because we were stupid little kids. Oh. What did we know? Huh? I like that game. Wow, yeah. That. I like that Who's game. Who's playing? Now you get into personal taste and there's always arguments yeah. about that. No, I said, well, it's just a vote. You, yeah. you you kill personal taste when three of you vote and some we're gonna have a majority here. Mm-hmm. And you know, because here it is. Who won? You know, and there's three people voting. You know, we and we move on. You wouldn't believe how far I got with um uh does it Donnie? Don Donnie Hathaway? Oh yeah, um, and I'm singing this song for you. Yeah, but we're alone now, and I'm singing this song. Yeah, for you. on America's. That one was hard to beat. There couldn't anybody hang with that for a while. Okay. Thing, and Sherry thinks every if, if she brings up "Rock with You" by Michael Jackson, that's supposed to be the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Funniest thing, Sherry. See, did. I would vote with Sherry. But no, no, here I said, Sherry. Out of all the Michael Jackson songs, I didn't really like that. She was, you didn't like "Rock with You," and I said, I didn't. I said, I don't can really consider that to be a really good dance song of his. She goes, what? And, she, and then she proved me wrong. I'm on a run. <laughs> and she right, cracked so, it up. Oh, I, I got to know, I gotta know a ruling in case I missed this. So you have the song that won mm-hmm. at the table. Mm-hmm. Now, so every round, do you switch songs, or do they keep trying to beat the song no, no, that no. you have? No, no, no. Once you've won a round, then that song's dead and we'll okay. start over. All right, that's yeah. what I was wondering. Right. right. And, and you, you, trust me, you won't do that a lot. That okay. song will die at some point. Somebody's going to vote it down. <laughs> okay. It's hard to get one. Like yeah. I say, I only had one song that made it through the whole thing. Okay. We had to start to a new song. Usually they're knocked off pretty quick. All right. Because think about it, it's a lot of different musical things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I didn't realize that my kids did not know Kenny Rogers. They mm, did yeah, not know it. Can God. you believe that? Isn't that funny? No. You know, you got Lady, but I kind of, that's really a Lionel Richie song. Lady. Because mm. he wrote it. for Kenny. Yeah. Big yeah. hit for Kenny. Yeah, but I mean, not, then, didn't he do, 
lady for Kenny Rogers, and Kenny Rogers did stuck on you for him? I don't know. Then they trade songs. Not sure about that. Something like that happened, Rick. And I know you don't have the details, and you're out there dangerous, <laughs> right? But uh, but I know that "Lady" was written by Lionel Richie. Now that I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it might not have been stuck on you. It was. Uh, oh no, no, it was. Uh, My love. Just thinking, thinking about you, baby. Yeah, maybe it was. That, that, was, that sounds like that was a Kenny Rogers song to Lionel, and Lionel gave "Lady" back, and I think Lionel gave the better song. Don't you think? Yes. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a big day. Stay with Rick and Bubba at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.